ain't telling you, one of my students told me she came sexual, man. What the fuck is that? She like everything. Men, women, bisexuals, transsexuals. What is it? What else is it? Non-gender conforming, non-binary. She said she like everything, bro. What the fuck, bro? How do you find that out? Like, where do you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where, like, how did you get so, so, so How this, did you find out you like everything? So this is the thing. So she she's told her parents. Pop said if you was a, if you was a boy, I would have just started over. Her mom's ain't with it. So when she asked, when she said something about said, well, overall, the reason why your mom ain't with it because overall, she needs you to find out who you are. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, your mom don't want you to affiliate yourself with this group and then you get in and you be in a couple of years and you realize, like, that ain't even me. Yeah, you know? She wants you to know, like, if this is this really me or am I just hateful doing right? something to fit in? Crazy to deal with, like as a as a parent, like you know what I'm saying. Like you got your people coming home talking about they like, <laughs> what is it? Everything? They like everything. And how the, old is these kids? That's gonna ninth grade. This the same little girl that drew the drew the thing for me. The what? The remember I, I showed you little the, the birthday card oh, thing. Okay. Same little girl. Yeah, I stay away from. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you said, she parents sexual, man. She yeah. like everything, everything, man. Old man, old jumps. Old nah, man. I'm good. Yeah, she not, she old not good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? That's crazy, y'all, bro. It's crazy, y'all. Ridiculous. It's crazy. It's it's absolutely positive. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> like. It's not even a question if it's crazy. Like, like you kind of like, you just kind of like, what's going on? Yeah, like everything is, everything is. Uh, it's an, I'm in the upside down. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know what's yeah, going on. No, I'm in the upside down, my guy. Like what's happening? No question. Like it's like fucking crazy. I mean, people are just like, what is really happening? What the fuck is good? Like that shit was crazy, bro. Don't nobody. I mean, I, and like, like, just like the whole situation with the little girl. Like, everybody out here trying to figure something out. They trying to figure out where they fit in at. Cause there's so many things nowadays. Everybody got to feel like you got to fit in somewhere. I got to be Democrat or I got to be Republican. Uh, I got to be gay or I got to be straight. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Everybody trying to fit. Everybody trying to fit in somewhere. So we lost. Because we try to fit, we don't know ourselves, and we try to figure out what shit I fit in. That's the key, cause nobody, everything has to be cool now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's just the thing. Everybody made it so that now everything has to be cool, and it's you can't be yourself. You have to be a version of yourself that's acceptable. Mm -hmm. And until motherfuckers oh, accept oh, oh. that, go, go back there again. Go, go ahead. Go you ahead. can't really be yourself. They they want you to be a version of yourself that's acceptable. That's how you end up with all these dumbass groups. So like. People use titles and positions and like shit they do to describe themselves because they not describing themselves. They just describing what the group they fit in. Right. Mm -hmm. And that shit, y'all like 
if you think about it, it's like mental illness, bro. It's like you don't even really know that you're not even, it's not even what you is. You can't be sex. I don't care how much nobody argues with me. You can't be sex. Like, no. It's not your identity, bro. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an animalistic. You can't be sex. You like, can't define. Give me an example you, of that. The whole, the whole people like, I'm, what defines me is my sexuality. To me, that shit don't make no sense because it's like, sex, the act of sex itself is only for reproduction. Now we use it for enjoyment. Other other animals and groups use it for just reproduce. Reproduce. They have ceremonies around this shit where they get together and they might flock and whatever the fuck and they yeah. reproduce. They, you know what I'm saying? They, so they bodies get the Yeah. It's not like to say your identity is tied to sex. That's not saying nothing about you. It's, that, just, it's just an act. That's perfect. So that's like using the verb. It's like the base of a sentence. Like this don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. what's this the action? But like, how can you define yourself like? I guess it's the same sense if a nigga kills somebody and say, he go to jail, oh, he a murderer. Like, he a little bit more than that. That's why he, that murder was the act he did. Mm-hmm. When you talk about kids and defining themselves, and they're looking at it as, well, who am I? Well, let me, what, what sexual group do I identify with? That's the first thing they go to. And to me, like, you can't be sex. Like, that's not a personality trait or no. like, no, a character. Not at all. Like, that's just an act. Like, yes. everybody fucks, you know? That's and that's what, and that's what, <laughs> For one, kids not understanding. I mean, we can tell with the way kids just out here just having sex, just having sex, having sex, having sex. They're not understanding what sex is. And so now they're using it to fit in somewhere and they don't even know what it is. They don't even know what it is. They don't even know what they're using to try to fit in somewhere. You got some adults that don't get it. Yeah, I mean, you got, like, take back to the kids. I think we said this in an earlier podcast. Like, you got kids that ain't never had sex and saying, like, I like boys or I like girls. You don't even know. You don't even know. You don't even know. But you either say, I'm pansexual or I'm bisexual. Or Pansexual came around like a couple of years ago. I didn't know what pansexual was until I, I the girl. Um, you just told me something. I'm about to say girl, it. I um, today. What's the girl name? Um, Janelle Monet said it. And then at that point, everybody was literally, that might have been like a year, maybe two because years ago. Because it was cool. Cause she's and everybody, right. even when she said it on that date, everybody said like, what is pansexual? And then it came out, I was like, oh, you just like everything. Well, you like everything? You you like... You don't have no preference. You don't have no preference. You like transsexual. You, you like transsexuals. You like gays. You like non-binary. You like <laughs> look all of that. I can't have sex with nobody like that. You too free. Like, yeah. bullshit. I don't know. Like, you can't bring that to me. And it ain't just about diseases. It's just about... Man, to me, it's it's, it's limits. You feel me? You not, it's not nothing against nobody, but just look. If you went to everything, I can't be with you. Cause number one, if I decide to be with you further on, and I know you went to everything, I can't trust you. Yeah, it's like it's like dating an actress. I, like me, I've always said like you like how they how I'm in I'm not me. This girl won a this girl won an act, uh, Oscar award for faking orgasms. Yeah, that's great. You think I'm gonna marry somebody that can win awards for faking orgasms? I can't trust you. No, sir. <laughs> not in my house. <laughs> If they just understand, it's not an attack on your way of life. It's just the understanding that as humans, we are deeper. Not just gay folk, it's straight folk too. We yeah. are deeper than sex. Because I ain't gonna hold you. Most young men, we tie our identity to how many women we slept with. Mm-hmm. 
I know I definitely did as a youngin. I felt like, man, look, I'm that nigga because I got girls that's this, this, this. And it's like, when you get older, you realize that shit y'all like... Childish. Yeah, it's like, it doesn't say nothing about me. You know what I'm saying? It's just... It's just an act, man. And it's more... That's what these kids be suffering because they got hair and talents and shit and they never get it out. They only get to express themselves through drugs, sex, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes music, because a lot of these niggas be rapping, but... They need to be comfortable, you know, discovering themselves, like what they really good at. Most kids probably don't even know what the fuck they good at. That's a fact. Big time. I, I, I and I got it from you. Like I tell my kids all the time, like, what's your superpower? Like, what's your talent? Like, what is your talent? Like I asked one of the girls today, uh, so one of the things that I school that we harp on is like um, homeland security. Now again, you've heard me say this before, like I teach in a majority Latino school. They ain't going into Homeland Security, but I got one girl that's in my class that's in the program. And so it's 2,600 students in my class, and I asked her how many students, 2,600 students in the, student, in the school. And I asked her, like, how many kids are in the program? It's 30 kids in the program. Chase, 30 kids? 30 kids out of 2,600. And so I asked her to give me the background of the program and this and that. And she was like, I said, do you guys, are you guys more like dealing with cyber security or how, when it comes to Homeland Security? She was like, nah, it's more of border patrol. And that's all I say, they really trying to be a cop. Dang. Realistically. I said, but if you go to, if you go to Cordoza, mm -hmm. or you go to St. John's, I bet you their Homeland Security program is dealing with cyber security. The way the Homeland Security is going. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we, we got people watching the border right now and this and that, but like, our biggest threat is online, the internet, mm -hmm. hacking, all of that. That's what they're taking care of, but we got our 30 kids pretty much training them to be cops. Yep. And when you talk to them, and I said, you know, and she was like, you know, I felt like same thing I've been saying the whole time. Our programs ain't for our kids. And they, I got students now telling me that, like, I really, I really wish we would have different programs, like uh, hospitality. Like, we would, the girl said, I wish we would have, like, cosmetology. Stuff that they, these kids are into no. that would make them want to come to school and man. actually do the work. Right. We was up Kramer yesterday, man. I swear to God, that shit was crazy. Man. Oh nah, that jump. You know I work. I work in that jump. Yeah, the principal. She a real. She 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 for real. She was like, man, I just want to help these youngers. We get to meeting the kids and talking to them. They all keep saying the same thing, like, y'all don't, they don't really want to, they don't have nothing for us, like, they don't really want to support us. She was like, if y'all go come here and do something, I've been here for a long time. I was one of the little girls said. So they used to people just coming in, coming in and out. Yeah. And while we was in there, one of the little boys, <coughs> we seen the interaction, he got called outside to do something by a staff member. And when he came back, the other staff member laid into his ass, like, didn't I tell you, you don't get up and this, this, and this. And the little boy, he was talking, you know, right to us, like, you know, about football. And you could see mm -hmm. his, little, his little swag coming out. But when the teacher was talking to him, the dude, he like, girl, what up? You know what I'm saying? But he didn't even speak up for himself like, bro, he wasn't even being bad. He just was doing what another adult told him to do. And Tia stepped in and hollered at the staff member or whatever, but they still was missing it. It's like, hey, this is how y'all talking to these kids. Yeah, like, bro, I'm, I work in that job, so I know, like, I, I know how it is in that job. Like, them youngers is, yo, it's like a big daycare in that job. That's a fact. And the thing about it, and it, even like the approach, like for me, like this is what I wear to school. I, I can't, I've been to school a couple days where I actually dressed up, you know, put on some slacks or whatever. And the demeanor of my students is totally different. Like when yeah, I they, when they walk in, they see me in a suit and tie, they're a little more, you know, inside. But if I walk in and like I, I, this is what I had on today, I was like, oh, Miss Miss, we see you, we see you. 
Then they come in and now they're a little more relaxed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can have that kind of, we can talk now. Like, what's going on? How y'all doing? And instead of them coming and being uptight, I mean, I, they tell me about their teachers all the time. And I tell them, like, well, y'all know me. I don't, I don't really care about all of that. Like, as long as you come in here and do your thing and don't give me no problems, we good. That's it. Like, I, all of those, you, know, you can ask me about any and everything. I'll let you know <laughs> when you're going too far. But go ahead. I mean, some of the stuff, you ain't, you, you're, not even, you're not asking your parents, or your parents not letting you ask you. And your teacher's definitely not giving you an opportunity to say, hey, man, this is how I feel. One of the kids was talking about guidance counselors. And overall, I understand from both sides. Like, guidance counselors in high school are there to help you matriculate through high school. They're not there to help you with your, your personal problems. So one of the things they do if you come to them with personal problems, they try to give you resources. Um, but then at that point, they, they hands off, right? And when you say, okay, I, when you take a guidance counselor that has all 12th graders, all, take friends, you take guidance counselors all 9th graders, we got close to 400 9th graders. They can't take on, they can't even take on 50 of them that have personal problems. So a lot of them being left through the system, I said, that's why I try to come in and say, and be that other side, and say, hey, look, I know I'm your teacher, and I know if you go to guidance, they're going to try to push you to somewhere else. What's going on? Because sometimes you just want to go in there and you need somebody to talk to. Somebody say, hey, man, this is this what's happening. This, this was going on. I had a kid got into a fight last week, and as soon as the fight was over, he ran to my class and said, Hey, Mr. Smithman, you was the only, like, I'm talking about, he in the hall fighting. Come to my class, I'm sitting in class, he walked in my door sweating, Mr. Smith, can I talk to you? Yeah, man, what's up? Man, you was, you was the only place, you was the only person I felt like I knew I could come to that could help me. And it'd be crazy that a kid said, and this, this is an 11th grader, so he's been to Parkdale two other years, this is my first year there. And he was said, you was the only person, I, he's only been in my class since September. And so like, you was the only person I felt like that could help. If you mean to tell me you've been here two years and nobody in those two years have developed that relationship to where you felt like you can go to them, they can help you, and I've been here a couple of months? Because they don't get paid to do that. That's I don't get paid to do that. That's how they look at it. <laughs> I'm at the low end. I'm new to this, so I'm at the bottom. Yeah. I don't get paid to do that. And then right after that, you know what I did? Call my man, I called my man, not, not even called administrator, I called my man as a student advocate that I know and said, hey, this is my man, make sure he I right, defuse some of it before it gets to the office. So they don't at least call the police on it because he stole, you know, he went to work on somebody and took off. So I know they're looking for him. You went to work on him? You went to work on him. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I had that kid. I wish I had that kid send me the video. Went to work. He went to work on him good. Work, yeah, because it was a. So how it happened was, so his man had got jumped the day before, and they, they kind of fucked him up, from what I heard. So you know, he was like, Nah, man, y'all can't. It can't go down like this. So he approached Buddy and was like, Hey, man, I just want to know, did you were you the one to put hands on? And he ain't say nothing. Like these kids recording this. And he said, I just want to know if you the one to put hands on. The man said, Yeah, and I'm tomorrow. Right by the time the H came out, <laughs> it was on. Went to work on him. A couple of his buddies jumped Put in. Put the beats on him. Yeah, a couple of buddies jumped in. Everybody got pulled off and he was gone. And they stand up like he had my classroom. And so overall, I look out. YouTube is funny. I look out for Buddy because one of the reasons why I look out for Buddy. Now, very respectable kid. Very respectable kid. But also, this is a kid that has figured out how to work, how he's figured out his talent. 
Yeah. Right? So his mom's told me he can cook. Like one of the only kids that came to, that bought his mom to parent-teacher conference, actually one of the first students. Um, so that lets me know, like, okay, your mom, you got a mom that care for you. So I'm in it. I'm all the way in now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your mom showed up. She looked me in my eye and said, hey, they had that look like, oh, so you the one that's teaching my baby? Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. You, you saw my face. Confirmation. Con yeah, exactly. So even with that situation, like, school was over, I stopped by the house. Moms, little sister, grandma in the kitchen cooking. Yeah. Hey, moms. So-and-so home. Hey, your teacher here. Oh, so you went past the house? I went by the house. Okay. Let me let me go. Let me let me talk, let me talk to you real quick. Uh-huh. And let you know, like, hey, I get what you did, but I'm just gonna let you know. You in the wrong. You in the wrong. For one, you don't know how that could have ended. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I can't I don't want to come to your mom's house and say, like, I'm sorry. Uh, cause I'm I'm gonna come by. Like again, this lady done looked me in my face and said, Man, I ain't, ain't have to say it, just the look is like, okay, so you you showed up and said, let me see who let me see who you're around. So now that you know who I am, and I got I got work to do. I gotta make sure I'm doing my part. Yeah. And so that was, you know, that that's that's where a lot of teachers are. I, mean, I had teachers that would stop at the house. Yeah, but stop by and see my parents. That's not that's a, that's a southern thing, I think, because Jake, you ever had any of your people's any of your your uh, teachers come past your house? But they but they but they'll stop your folk in the street though, right? My mother and father used to be at the school. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I can't say they're my parents. They ain't gonna lie. So, but yeah, now I'm a, I'm a whole especially especially for our like black kids. Only, the teacher wasn't they wasn't gonna come in our neighborhood. At least not on block. They were just like fuck. for our little black kids. I'm gonna be there, and plus, especially for somebody like him, because like I said, the kid. When I say the kid got time, his mom told me he can cook. I got his classmates to telling me like, hey man, he good with the carpentry. Oh yeah. So overall, I oh whoa, 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 you got some stuff figured out. Let's keep it. Let's keep it that way. Don't get don't get into no stupid shit. Cause now, all right, so we figured out this first part. All right, let's gradually walk to where you need to go. Because it, you know, if you get caught up in stupid shit, all that shit you had, all the talent that you figured out before everybody else, it's gone. And you know, as black folk, that's that's just what we gotta gotta get back into, man. Taking control of our community. Take, yeah, take real. It's 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 to the point where now. Especially as black male teachers, like we gotta go to the house. Yeah. You gotta show up at the house because the parent, the parents got so much going on that they can't show up like that. Show up to the house to let the mom know, like, hey, you know what? I got you. I'm gonna help you out here. There's some things that you can't show them that I'm gonna try to help you out with. I'm gonna yeah. try to help alleviate this your stress a little bit. You got a problem? Call me. Yeah. The lady, the mother told us yesterday about her son. Did she repeat it this year over and over? She was like, yeah, he good at football, they bought to go to Florida, he did this, he did that. He do not respect men, no, he do not respect men. And she just kept saying it. <clears throat> all I kept thinking to myself was, Dang, that's damn, what this little nigga going, he plays football. He's not even prepared, like, you talking about how good he is. He can't, I already know now when I meet him, he's not coaching. No, not if you said he's So he's not going to make it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you telling me, he don't respect men. So we look at our coaches, like, up here, Pop one coach, maybe a street dude, play football, got fouled, older dude. Or you go to college, just white boys, old fat white dudes that have played in the 40s, nigga, in the 50s, coach for 60 years and shit. They know niggas, they know better checking them. 
what I'm saying? But they, they see niggas like you a dime a dozen, so they gonna talk to you like that. Your son don't respect man, so now he gonna go in that environment. First time somebody say something to him, he going off. He think it's like a pig. Niggas just gonna take it. Nah, bro, go home. Yeah, go see financial aid. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> to hear her say that, it's like, she, you just like throwing in the towel. You see men with that, you see men in that boy head that he don't gotta respect men. But how does your son play football and not respect men? Like I like said. How, like, how do you, I, I don't get that, man, there's no way that my, you know, granted, my, my father was in my life until I got a little older, but, um, well, I mean, still is. My parents got divorced when I got older. But my a lot of the father figures outside, my father came from like football coaches, little league, high school. Those were, you know, I had those, that's where I learned respect from. So when it came to the point of dealing with, as I got older, dealing with other men business-wise and other, and other things, like I knew how to have that respect because it was already instilled in me. It's, it, it was no way that I could, it was no way that Coach John Willis would have let me disrespect him. Ain't no, ain't no grown man that you disrespect. Hey, that's not even a grown. No young man, no man. Like that's what he don't understand. It's like you see men this to your son. You talking about? We not even get to the shoot aspect because I can't really speak on that. But your son get to football at a higher level, high school. All of these little youngers on your team is in their own mind at that level. Okay, we all dogs in our own right. You might make it at high school. You get to college. Then it goes up a top tier. All these niggas alpha dogs. Every mm -hmm. nigga on the roster. So you talking about you don't respect men, son, you're not going to make it. You feel me? And it's yeah. like, not to talk negative, but you're not mentally, you already, it's already in your head. You don't got to respect these niggas. Like, it's not going to end well. Because you, no man is just going to let you disrespect them. But then, but then, but then, so did off. you see the young? Yeah, I talked to him. He was real dismissive, and he ain't, he ain't give me no disrespect, but I can tell he just not used to talking to men. He, he used to niggas challenging him, and him bucking back. But I ain't give him none of that, you know, he, he was just dismissive. Disconnected, wasn't no eye contact. Like, I think it's just the thing. I don't know. It's some shit he may have to. I don't think it's as severe as his mother was saying. But just he, hearing her say that out loud, it's like, yeah, don't say that when your son hear that. Cause yeah, I was about to say because I, I feel like when she's an excuse to hear yeah. her to hear her say that. The question I have to ask is like, so what are you really telling him about men? Right, right. So like, right. what are you really telling him about? Do you men? feel like you feel you feel like your mom feels? Right? Yeah, feel like what what type of example have you given him? about men to where have you given him somebody to say like okay this is somebody that's respectable to give me a shot to show like all right let me learn how to respect men mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because yeah oh, you, i can teach you respect but until you start to practice it to start to gain respect for somebody you really don't know what it is yeah that's what's right. shit football teach you respect big time you play with a nigga and a nigga bust your ass for three hours you ain't gonna feel too good about this huh because <laughs> it's funny so um what was i while i was watching um Podcast with Darius Miles and uh, what's his name the other day? Yeah, Key Rich had Big Baby on there. It was like, hey man, who's the first person in the lead that like gave you that work when you got back to the locker room? It was like, damn, he was like Carlos Boozer, Chicago Carlos Boozer. Now you remember, yeah, you remember yeah. Chicago Carlos Boozer was. Nah, yeah, that nigga was a dog. That nigga put you on the block. Exactly. He said, he said, man, I got back to the locker room and I was sitting in my locker like, hey, that's my money. <laughs> Like that man just came out there and gave me the work. Like that's my money. And you don't have nowadays. You don't have kids that like have that mentality of, hey man, if somebody give me that work, all right, I'm gonna go out here and like I'm gonna put that nigga poster right here in my, I'm gonna put this picture right here in my locker. I'm gonna look at that nigga every day, and I'm gonna just get better and get better. So whenever I do play him again, 
he got to be like, hey, man, you bought it today. Cats nowadays, they, man, please, somebody dogged him out. You know what they trying to do? They liking him on Instagram. Hey, man, good game today. They friends on Instagram now. They hanging out. Mm -hmm. And I be like, what? Nah, man, he dogged me? I ain't been his friend on Instagram. I'm not. No. Oh, I'm, I'm in the gym. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> yeah, like, next time I see you, it's, it's on. Yeah, y'all usually say like, hey man, I played against so-and-so, he was this and he was that, like, okay, what was you? Right. What did you do? If, you, if I play against a nigga D1, oh, I know his scouts in the stands, I'm about to show out. Yeah. I ain't finna be like, man, he D1, he did, who? The nah. niggas beat before they get in Yeah, head gone. Uh, head gone all the way before they even, before yeah, snap yeah, gone. Yeah, them niggas beat already. Game over. Game over. 21, 21 nothing. They ready, ready, ready for a running clock, man. It's still the first quarter. Listen, man. It's, it's sickness all here, man. Niggas is weak, son. Hey, man, let's talk about your man you painting right here, man. Yeah, man. Action Jackson. Yeah, man, exactly. Action Hey, man. I'm just proud of this nigga for a couple of reasons. First of all, shout out to his mom, you know what I'm saying? Cause he she instilled in that boy, look, you gonna play what you gonna play, not what you gonna play. And that nigga, that shit is in him to his core, like, man, y'all got me fucked up. I'm good at what I do. Second of all, I'm just glad it's a young nigga representing, you know what I'm saying? Like that's doing this thing and he proving everybody wrong through his play. He don't have to say shit. He's literally doing everything they say he could not do. Better than all his peers. Better than the peers before him. Like, this shit is crazy to watch and can't nobody stop. Hey, man. Your man's stats last night. Your man threw for 169 <clears throat> yards and five touchdowns. How many incompletions? Five. Damn. And a lot of them was he dropped. Was dropped. Don't, don't disrespect my man. He was 15 for 20. Yeah. Passing rate 134. <laughs> Bro, in the last four games, it's coming together. Hey. Last four games, 13 touchdowns, no picks. And who are you playing against? New England, Trash Cincy, Houston and your boy Hopkins. He put up 222 and four touches on that one. Mm. Talk about that. Run that back again, say that again. Put up 222 yards and four touches. Four of them dying. And last night put up Jet. Like, dog, you know how many? You, four of them dying. Score, hey, every possession. Five, five, five touchdowns. You do, you can just for 169 yards. My nigga, I was telling you know, you know, T don't like it. She uh, ain't for it. But when she was watching last night, like, she said, oh, <laughs> Yeah, you hey, hey, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the only other, like I said, the only other, the only other part, and I gotta see this with my eyes just to kind of like, he there. I'm seeing Vic in person do what he did. If he anything like Vic in person, hey man, things true. To me, the difference between them is this. The work. The Mar Jackson mentality was work at the two. Yeah. I think Vic worked hard, but Vic ain't studied the game. He worked hard at his body. Vic didn't study the game. He worked hard on his body. He did. Yeah. Vic nigga was like Hennessy. Nah, I ain't gonna Vic. Vic to me, this is the difference physically with them. Vic was more physical around. He took more hits, but he was more natural physical runner than Lamar Jackson. Other than that, what, bro? So, no, so I'll give this. Vic, so, put it like this. Vic is a better natural athlete. He was a better natural physical runner. Like Vic was, he was getting crushed, but Vic was running niggas over too. Like niggas yeah. were trying, niggas were getting caught and did like Vic run smooth. Like 
Lamar Jackson, I ain't saying he can't do that, but he got a slim build and he ain't yeah, he don't he, move he, like that. He's not as sturdy as Mike. No. Yeah, Mike was shorter but sturdy. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, though, Lamar Jackson, everything else he checked off, I think, more than that. Oh. I don't know about the speed. That's debatable. Is he, is he better than Michael Vick at this point in his career? No. Nah. Nah. No. Nah. You're, no. Not, <laughs> is, is, is he better than Michael Vick at... It, this, is third, it, this is his year year two. This, this is second year. No. <laughs> no. no. Did Mike take his team? Yeah. By a, second a shittier team. Mike had a shittier uh, team. Yeah, too. Mike had a, when Mike came in, you got to see him. He had no team. He had no team. He had no team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Peerless Price and fucking. All right, man, don't do pills like that. Brian Fennelin and shit. Pills is the truth, man. Y'all had yeah, Brian Fennelin. Yeah. Y'all had Ducky and Warren Dunn and shit. Warren Dunn and shit. Yeah, pills is the truth, man. You can't. Don't say nothing bad about pills. Brian Finnegan. Yeah, Tennessee, man. We hold Peel is high in Atlanta. Word! Peelers? Peelers and Steve Smith, man. And Steve Jack? Yeah. Which Steve Jack? Which Steve Smith? Steve Smith? A hawk Steve Smith, man. Oh, I thought you were my Oh, oh, nah, Steve Smith, bro. Him and Steve Jackson? Hey, Steve Jack up here. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, up at the top. Who? Steve Jackson, man. Steve. Put on this thing. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, nah. He's true. Yeah. He's loving it. I mean, come to Atlanta, man. It's all love. Yeah, nah. All love. Nah, Steve. But, yeah, I mean, like, so overall, like, I'll give him that. If I had to say, like, he, he right now, he won B. Um, the thing that'll put him over the top, right? I mean, do I, I don't need to bring up the highlight, do I? <laughs> do I need to bring up the big no. highlight again? No. Oh, okay. The, 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 yeah. The Minnesota yeah. jump. Now, the reason why that's set, now, Lamar had to spin the other day, which was good, right? But Vix was a game sealer in the playoffs. Yeah. So that right there just because when you when you start looking playoffs and you walk into the house, yeah, you walk into the house and Lamar playoffs last year. You know who had the best to me football season I've seen with my eyes. The two top football seasons I've seen with my eyes is a running quarterback, Cam with the fifteen and one, and Audrey three rookie year. Because I ain't even gonna hold you. If Robert Griffin did not ever get hurt. They would have beat the Seahawks. They would have won the Super Bowl. Like the nigga was just nah, they couldn't check on the road. They couldn't do nothing with this nigga, and he was just he was just slinging downfield. And the only reason they beat the Seahawks, they was winning. The only reason they lost is because he had got hurt against the Raiders. But I'm not. But they had to play watch, anyway. You can watch RG three and um, you can watch RG three and see that that defensive coordinator is gonna figure him out. Yeah. But that season was just like crazy. Yeah. That's because that, but see, that was the scary thing about Lamar. A lot of people figured, felt, felt like he was going to have the RG3 effect, like, hey, coordinators going to figure this out. But Lamar is more precise. Yeah, he more accurate. I mean, this, shit, this nigga side-arming <laughs> balls, under-arming balls, shit. all of that. That's the way so, they did for T. That side that, that when he did this right, that when you start doing that right there, like, that's the Brad Favre. I think it's safe to say he a better passer than both of them, all of them. Oh, yeah. Now, I'll give him that. He's a way better passer. He's only going to get better. I think Cam is the best one. He, get, he don't get a lot of love, dog. But Cam got the better deep ball. I don't think Cam got the touch that Lamar got, nah. but I don't think Lamar got the deep ball that Cam got. Cam just, y'all understand, like, Cam's just strong as fuck. Yeah, he, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's just strong. Like, Lamar can flick the ball down there, but Cam can, like, push. He can push the ball down. He dropped that shit, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, like. So, Lamar is one of those If Lamar can't have, the way Lamar plays, like, Lamar can't have slow receivers. You know what I'm saying? Like, Lamar, I don't think Lamar can play with somebody that, like, a, a Julio. You know what I'm saying? Julio ain't slow. He not slow. But Julio, if Julio running the go route, 
it's seven yards before Julio get on top of his his man. Oh, top speed. Yeah, seven yards. Yeah, Malcolm Brown, yeah, Malcolm Brown, you beat three yards off the ball. Yeah. And it, it's a go. So, and that's not taking things from Julio because the thing about this, one thing that's good about Julio is like, once Julio, if you right here on Julio and you seven yards off the ball, I can, you beat. Because now I can throw it up and you you too close to jump over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was the good part about Julio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to Now, I'll say, now I'll tell you who, Jay, who do you think best receiver in the league right now? The best receiver? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, that's uh, right now? Chris Godwin. Who? Nah. Tampa Bay. Nah. Chris Godwin. Nah, nah, she a dope. Nah. Yeah, nah, he a dog. Who best see? I got it. But all y'all gonna say I'm gonna say Michael Thomas, but Michael Michael Thomas. Thomas. Nah, Chris Godwin. Nah, bro. You seen Michael Thomas? He playing with Jameis, yeah, but Chris Godwin. I seen him make a catch the other day, bro. It's like, bro, you was not playing with Jameis. This nigga be. Bro, he agree with you. Bro, hey, man. Michael Thomas hit 150 receptions this year. Yeah. This nigga hit 100 yesterday. Hundred receptions. Say that again. Bro, he had a hundred receptions right now. Already? Already. hundred receptions. He gonna hit eighteen hundred yards. On pace for eighteen hundred yards. Over hundred and fifty catches. Never in league history. Somebody caught hundred and fifty balls. Already. That's more than some running backs get touches. Nah, it is. You know what I'm saying? Like you got hundred and fifty passes, man. And then your star quarterback been out for how long? Breeze out six games. Yeah. He ain't dropping nothing. Nothing. Not everything you thought that I'm getting. Give me that. I fuck with that nigga, but just watching Chris Godwin like work. If he wasn't playing with that nigga James, bro, that nigga's a nasty motherfucker. I think he like top in the league in like yards right now. So what you think they do with James after this year? Oh, he done. I think he's actually a good quarterback. I just uh-huh. think he just started off real rough. You bro. think he you think he's a good quarterback? So how, look how he throw the ball, it ain't too many niggas that like James. Oh no, he got a problem. I think he in the bad system. I honestly, you know why I wouldn't mind seeing him? I think he could flourish. I, I think he should come here. Hell no. No, he get in trouble too. Um Chicago. Think so? Yeah. Uh-huh. He need a he need a slow place bogged down type offense. You know what I'm saying? Like because when you look at Florida State offense, it wasn't they had a driving cook, but they wasn't no fast offense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They won the war guns of Peter Wars back in the day, like. Yeah, yeah Chris Godwin, he's second in guys and he first in touchdowns. He got nine touchdowns. Oh. That nigga, Peter Ward. Peter Ward? Hey, that Sorry. nigga was a different type. One of the best players I ever seen in the Sugar Bowl. That nigga caught it and stopped on it. That nigga caught it like this right here, right? Caught it, dropped down as he caught it at the same time, and then just pivot back the next way. I was like, man, tell y'all something. But kids need to watch stories and listen to stories like that about players like Peter Ward and like other players that was like that in Charles college Wilson. and say like, not yeah. too much of the ones that succeeded, but the niggas that was good that you never heard from again, like in the league. They need to hear about these niggas like, what's the nigga that played um, running back from Nebraska? Lawrence Phillips. Uh, yeah, Lawrence yes. Phillips. They need yeah. to hear about yeah. niggas like that. Yeah, man. he killed himself. Be no women. Yeah. He took off the microphone like, man. <laughs> Walk out of the interview. It's like, fuck it. They're like, man, you finna ask me about this? Yeah, nah, Lawrence Phillips was not there. Him, yeah. Tommy Frazier. To- yeah, yeah, Tommy Frazier. That, yeah. that whole Nebraska thing. Yeah. Couldn't stop them niggas. Couldn't stop them. Nope. Couldn't stop them. Couldn't stop them niggas. Uh, who are all USC? Um, Lindell White. Lindell White. Donnell Bing. Yeah. It was a whole rock of niggas who never did shit. Donnell Bing. 
anything. Mike Williams, big ass. He got to yeah, Mike Williams. He got to leave. Got that money. Just was like, all right, turn that nigga to a tight end. They can put on like thirty pounds in camp, man. They get into a tight end, bro. Always to have money. Some niggas got to stand, man. DJ Williams from Miami. DJ Williams, y'all no, remember he y'all remember the nigga from Penn State? He was from Maryland. The nigga Derrick Johnson, Derrick Williams, Derrick, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh huh. With the Penn State boy, would be the next everything. Yeah, Brian Arakpo, all of them, all of them was balling. Yeah, got to the league and it was just like it's just short. Nah, time. Brian Arakpo did I? Brian Arakpo did I? Well, here <coughs> when he came here for a little while, he did I yeah, for like two, three seasons. Yeah, he did I. He, he wasn't no toe. Nah, he, he didn't live up to what he was, what he was coming out. That was a first round pick. Mm-hmm. He was a first round pick. So, I mean, he ain't live up to none of that. See, them niggas think that shit gotta do with coaching up. Like, and them niggas be yeah. playing hurt. You, yeah. you, you wear you some shit down after two like, seasons, you, know you can't do shit again. Like, I ain't think LeVar mm-hmm. was that good, to be honest with you. That nigga not how he was when he came out of Penn State. I ain't gonna lie, I used to fuck with LeVar. That nigga was I hate the Redskins, but I used to fuck with LeVar. When he came out of Penn State, nah, he he didn't live up to You gotta take the wrong Jumping over now, nowadays, Levar is a prototypical three-four linebacker. That, like now in today's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like like clowny, but he can stand up. Uh huh. But back then, the that, was, that, was his not, that was his knock though. He couldn't. He he was just athletic. He wasn't yeah. smart. He wasn't mm-hmm. a smart football player. Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, like you said, he wasn't the ones that could still set the edge, but then run, then rush the quarterback. That, just the athlete he was was just crazy. Yeah, that nigga was jumping over niggas. Yeah. He was fast as shit. I was a fast ass physical nigga. He was like one of the niggas put on the field so I could hit somebody. That's why that's why that nigga went to Georgia with champ Thomas Davis, right? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. So Thomas Davis. Yeah, I had a couple of linebackers that year. But see, he wasn't a linebacker in Georgia. He was a safety. He was a safety. Thomas Davis. Yeah, hey, that nigga, that nigga was screaming. That nigga was stomping. That nigga was stomping. Yeah, he, he fast as shit. Because it was him, champ, and William Muschamp all back at the same time. That nigga was stomping. Nah, that nigga was stomping. And then he got to the league, and it was a natural. Him and Brian Erlacher came around at the same time. And it was because you know Brian Erlacher was a safety too. Yeah, he played safety. And too. that changed them over, and they got to them running fast safeties. And then um, the cat from that played Derek Alexander, they came mm-hmm. in Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. and they had them running middle linebackers. Oh, it was over for them. Then your boy came, Ooh. Ray Lewis. Yeah, yeah, Ray, Ray. Ray came through, and it, was, it changed everything, man. Ray, Ray. And now they kind of get back. They kind of getting back to it a little bit, but like them fast running linebackers that they used to have, like Ray Lewis, like Jalen Smith. Now they going down the defensive end, yeah, inside because they kind of like, wait a minute, y'all think they paying Earl Thomas making twelve million, and he the highest paid? Clowney making eighteen. But that salary cap gonna go up. They under too much pressure. They don't gonna go up. These nah, it's not. They are gonna expand the league, man. <laughs> you think, you think so? so? Oh yeah, yeah. So what? St. Louis, you can go back to St. Louis. Um, Virginia, you can go to Virginia. You gonna have a Virginia team? Yeah, Richmond. You can go to Richmond. North, North Virginia. Virginia. You can pick a spot. Like easy, especially if the Redskins don't move down there. Yeah, you can easily go down there. Um, there's other places you can go. You can go. You can put another team in Florida. You can put a team right there in Orlando. Another team in Texas, Cali. Nah, no more Cali teams. You can put one in San Antonio. Yeah. You can put a team in Seattle, and that's one in Seattle. You can put one in Portland. Yeah, you can put one in Portland. That's a big city, low key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, Portland. Put that shit in Portland. Yeah. Put one in Portland. You can get in Mexico, fuck a team, you got one or two. Like, nah. Nah, that shit. Yeah, yeah, nah, that shit. Should they give them Vegas one? Yeah, because yeah. you know, you know how. Yeah, yeah. So, imagine. Yeah. So, no. The reason, why, the reason why I'm giving Vegas one, 
because anytime the Redskins play the Vegas, play the Vegas, <coughs> niggas going out there on Thursday. Niggas going out there on Thursday. Because you got to understand, everybody else in the AFC West, that's gonna, they go out there once a year, they right there. Cool, I, I can make that trip in a day or so. But if the I tell you this, when the Falcons play the, the Rail, man, um, play out in Vegas, everybody gone. Everybody's it's more than just It's more than just the game. game. Yeah, like I'm going, we going. It's kinda of like how when when um when Falcons play the Saints, everybody go because it's bigger than the game. We going to Bourbon Street, we going to party, we're gonna do all this. So when I go when no when they go to Vegas, that's now that's every team. Every team. Especially like that Labor Day game. Oh man. Whoever you play Labor Day weekend, their fans gonna be all out there. We're going to Vegas Labor Day weekend, man. This is open weekend. Yeah. We still got pool parties going. Yeah, and let it let it happen to be a fight weekend. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. That, 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 Vegas was the win. That was the win for the league. That's what they have, yeah. They look, they look at Vegas, and the NBA looking at it too, like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, they next. Because hmm. you can bet on sports, man. Well, football, man. Yeah. Well, you can bet yeah. on sports, yeah. You can bet on sports. That shit here, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he all right? Is he all right? I don't think I dropped that way no more. Yeah. I was definitely thinking about fucking with it, because I can, uh, you know, I don't know. I can use some money. Okay. Oh, hit the pop lane. Hit the pop lane. Hey, what pop lane? Hey, your boy was here yesterday. I know, man. I was here yesterday. He was at DC Improv yesterday. I was with him. Fuck him. I was with him. I definitely went and fuck with him. He was out there in front of the White House. I was like, hey, pop lane. feeling like some black events and it's like dog y'all can do better than this why y'all just you know nigga shit nigga shit nigga shit like niggas ain't even niggas don't even be off of this shit but that shit just naturally formulated into not just the dude on the channel but the lady that lady that sang she was vicious the lady with the guitar yeah. Yeah. like Janara did a thing you know what i'm saying like poets that shit was like it was a feel of like look this is this is what black people do mm. 
Like we have a show that event and people ask, so what do niggas in DC do? Boom. This is what we do. Yeah, this is how we get out. This is this is how we this is how we move, you know what I'm saying? Not that I think everybody want that space. And if you got like a girlfriend or you got a boyfriend, ladies, you know what I'm saying? Y'all wanna go out somewhere. I know y'all tired of going places and like spending money on drinks and hookah and it's not an environment that you can really enjoy yourself in, like you can't relax. And let's just and even let's just put this part out. Even when y'all going to these events, other people y'all going to these events in DC, I can say this. Just doing the math in the night, uh, uh, the night of the, of the space, there's over fifty thousand dollars worth of artwork mm -hmm. in the building. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. In the building, there was over fifty thousand dollars worth of artwork in the building. So we we ain't just we we ain't just trying to do nothing no small nothing small here like like I said like we trying to come at you different you know what I'm saying trying to bring you a different vibe some of you can bring your boo yeah some of you can come and just chill and be like hey like you said like man, that was just, hey, that was pretty nice man when y'all doing it again and then yeah, we just wait. we we create <laughs> we, we create the move like I know every black person has been at work and work became at some point work became the move where you like excited to go because. You got a coworker there, y'all gonna be on bullshit together. Like, wherever we at, we make it. You make, we change the environment to festive. Like, we that's all in the ambiance. Yeah. That's why you're not gonna be able to get it. The essence. Oh, Matt, you still, you say ambiance. Right? All right, so, matter of fact, not change stuff. So, your boy went in search of a new chicken sandwich this week. All right. Oh, shit. All right, so. <laughs> you gotta even try to so, uh, so, my search, my search of a new chicken sandwich led me to shop. So where? Shaw. Shaw. Shaw Howard. Shaw Howard. And when I say Shaw Howard, uh, Atlanta Public Building, right next to the Howard University bookstore. All right, where the movie theater is. Yeah. Went to this place called Roy Boys. I heard of that. Mm -hmm. All right, now, let me give you this. Good chicken sandwich. I ain't gonna lie to you. It was pretty good. So me and my wife, we sitting there eating. My wife got a po' boy. You know, I got me the chicken sandwich, and again, it's good. So we just start looking around though. We just start looking around. Oh shit. They got they got they got Biggie pick Biggie paintings on the wall. They got outcast paintings on the wall. They got black people on the wall. They got the they got the explicit version of rap music playing. Okay. Not not the clean version of Kendrick. Like they got the they got the explicit version playing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We playing explicit Megan, I mean uh, Megan Stallion too, with her and Gucci Mane. Oh, we playing explicit for Big Julio, that, that, <laughs> right? Oh, the kids and everything in there? There ain't really no kids in there. Okay. So I'm, well, we looking around, we looking around. We see a lot of Asians walking around though. Oh boy. Mm. Now, let me give you the menu. Oh boy. Fried chicken. Woo! Oh. Fried oysters. Mm. Fried green tomatoes, fried pickles, salad, mainly our, our focus is fried seafood and chicken. Our sides, macaroni and cheese, greens, all of that. Now I'm looking, I'm, in, I'm like, this shop. I park right in front of Howard's County. I park right in front of the parking lot where they have Howard Tailgate. It's a little sparse in here. What? It's a little sparse in here. For a Sunday, for a Sunday evening, this shit packed. Yeah. 
Okay, we talking chicken sandwiches. We all talking chicken sandwiches. Or, or just chicken by itself. We talking chicken here. Nigger me. So I'm looking around, I'm like, why couldn't a black person get money to get this? Cause you can't tell me that if I got that right there on a Sunday, my spot ain't popping. Mm -hmm. I'm right here next to Howard. So I'm finding out who one of the promoters is. I was like, hey man, bring your folk by on Saturday, man. I'm open late. I'm open late. Yeah. We I'm open late and we open late. I'm open during the day, man. Y'all come by, come, come get some food, man. So what you think? What, what do you think they need? I'm trying to figure out why black folk couldn't go into the bank and get that $2 million to open it up and they did and the bank would have made a whole lot more money. Hell yeah. They made it that quicker. Cause again, you give us a space. Your, your girl that got the spot where Cage um, K Chefs is, she booming. Who? Your girl, we went for the tacos that night. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She booming. Yeah. Like, booming, booming. Like, yeah. I got a couple restaurants in here. I got vendors coming in here every day yeah. with, with, with the vendors every day. I'm booming. Yeah. She, she's like, I know black people. Now, we all know black people. Once we, once, so once we support one thing, everybody gonna support it. Look at Slutty Vegan. Who? Slutty Vegan. Who's that? The, she, she owns, um, she do burgers, vegan burgers. But bro, me and my wife stood out in line and made them for five hours. Cool. Just to get one. Everybody, everybody has. Are you serious? Yeah, this, 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 is, a, this is a big thing all over America. She had a food truck and she was going all over America at one time. And people were standing in line for hours. Slutty Vegan. Yeah, to get this burger. Just to support her. This black woman. Just to support Wendy Clark, just to support her. So we're now poor. Yeah. Like, if, because you gotta think, like, black folk ain't standing in line and standing in line peacefully. <coughs> when you standing in line at, when you standing in line at, at Popeyes peacefully for a chicken sandwich, let alone five yeah, yeah. hours in line in a food truck. Niggas, and that's not that. For a vegan sandwich. These ain't, these ain't regular burgers, bro. These, these are vegan burgers. Nigga, I don't know vegan. Niggas that don't eat vegan burgers stand in line for five hours. So was it good? It was, it was pretty good. If you, if you was, was it worth five hours? Good. For the experience. For the experience on that part. And even for the support part. But that, also, that just shows you like anything that black folk get on, we support, like we, we push it. Sure. We make it go. It be whether it's a, 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 a small time thing or a big time thing, like we push it, we make it go. And banks haven't figured that part out. They, they do. They can see like, okay, any type of music they do, it goes. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm gonna make money off of that. Wait a minute. Why haven't black folks realized like, hey, if I give them the money, I'm gonna get it back because they make it go. I mean, the education part is missing. Yeah. The education part on their behalf. It's on both time, like we also got to start blaming on the education part. I mean, it's it's plain and day. It's on man. both. Yeah, it's on both. <laughs> because they they are. I think now it's becoming more of a wave. Like I look at the cinema scene a lot, and like a few years ago, with Get Out, even before Get Out, um, what the fuck was that movie? Django. Mm -hmm. That shit, like granted, Quentin Tarantino did it. That movie just changed the landscape. Like, okay, it's okay to make these type of movies about black folk. You look at now. Black representation, black representation. The nigga uh, Key and Michael Key, I think his name is. No, it was a pill, Jordan Peele. Mm -hmm. My man Jordan Peele, he taking on this other Lena Waithe, this other directors and people in black and blame. Uh, what's the chick who did Wrinkle in Time? Uh, 
Ava DuVernay. They're doing it. And the mainstream is starting to see, look, these niggas is, they make money, you know what I'm saying? But it all comes down to, when you go to them for money, they want niggas that's gonna help bring them the type of niggas that they want to give money to. So then that's when the, the disconnect happened because, and this only is just in the, I see in the film industry, like, they want black projects, but they not just gonna go out and just find like any black project. They got black folk that's looking for black projects. When they bring the people back, they say, look, we need all type of niggas that's gonna tell. Like even the Queen of Slim John, I ain't seen it, I really do wanna see it. Oh, I am. <clears throat> but that's not, that wasn't a director that was just picked out the woodworks. I'm not saying the movie's not gonna be good, but just saying like, they, that's where the disconnect happened. Like, they know the black dollar's worth a lot, but they lose out on the money because they want to get a dollar to, they want the black people who they choose to make the money. But the thing about this, the whole, the only thing I'm upset about the Queen of Slim part is, the movie sat on the shelf for almost 12 years. For real? Word? Yeah. Well, it's, 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 in it's in that climate. And so my thing about it is, like, if it was such a good movie, if it's such a good movie now, like, why wasn't it such a good movie, like, when somebody shot it to you 12 years ago? Because the culture change, like I said, after Jimmy Fox went through doing what he did to, to, uh, to what the fuck is his name? Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm -hmm. Okay, y'all niggas can get bored on the screen now. America received it well. So now I'm gonna let y'all do, but I think it is a lot of, what you saying is what ultimately like, everybody gotta understand, like, y'all waited five hours for that sandwich, like, we gotta create the network to support. Because yeah. once it takes time to build, but once that, once we are free of the financial hold that these niggas got on us, then we got the power, like. That, and that's all, like, that's one of the reasons why I kinda wanna root for Tyler Perry real bad. Yeah. It's because, like, hey, with what you built down there, it, you kind of like the SBA, real talk. If I can't get $10 million from Paramount, then I know I can go to Tyler Perry and he'll do it for five. Yeah. And I'll be like, all right, Tyler, if you do it for five, I'll make sure you get your five back and we gonna boom from there. Yeah. I'm really hoping Tyler Perry just be like, hey, black folk, whatever y'all want to create, let's do it. Because it sounds good, but that's, yeah, it sounds but the good. reality is like, you gotta look at Hollywood and then look at what he just built in Atlanta. So nigga, for this to be working, you need to have this studio fully operational. Oh no, oh, it's full, yeah, no, it, no, it's fully not operational. like operational like running, but like people in there doing it like that. The whole the whole facility needs to be working consistently for you. No, the, the facility. No, all right. So what you're missing is the facility's been open now for almost three years. They just did the grand opening. Mm -hmm. Like Hunger Games has been down. Now. Hunger Games, Black, Black Panther was filmed down there. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that, they gotta keep. They gotta consistent. Oh yeah, no, Atlanta. They yeah, they they booming in that film industry. They're they because the government keeps it there. Like he would be stupid to have the have the film industry because you gotta understand. So Atlanta, the first wave was transportation, and they rode that for a long while, long long time. And then when you want to say Atlanta in particular, once transportation kind of fizzed out a little bit they won the Olympics. And so now realistically, that Olympic money started running out about 2005, 2006. And that's when the movie industry came in and saved it. Because when the Olympic money left, that left like right as the housing crisis started. And so it was cats that was buying two, $300,000 homes, housing prices ended up in them houses was 50, 70, $80,000. Damn. And now you just damn. yeah, I'm at dead off. Now you just kind of like damn, I'm I'm way upside down in this house. Way way, your house is three hundred thousand, and in a matter of two years, the value is eighty grand. Shit's fucked up, man. Yeah. 
And so, you know, the 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 um, movie industry came and pretty much said they they made tax breaks and pretty much gave away Georgia and was like, hey man, if y'all want to come down here and film, we damn near let y'all do it for free. Damn. And yeah. you and outside of Atlanta, you really don't know what Georgia looks like. When um, Ben Affleck and J Lo were together and they bought the house in Savannah and they was filming that movie, that's was kind of like. They gave the world what the rest of Georgia like when they bought the house in Savannah, and people were like, damn, this house is like this in Savannah. Well, people that didn't know, it's like, damn, this house is like this in Savannah. Not and then people man. started coming down to Savannah. And they realized, like, oh wait a minute, Savannah's something. Y'all have the biggest St. Patrick's Day festival in America. Oh, we coming? Yeah, we coming down here. It's nice. Down. It's cheap. It's cheap down here. Yeah, I got cousins staying in Savannah. And they went down. And they down there now. They are they in Macon. They in Brunswick, they in Southwest Georgia, they in Atlanta all over, they in North Georgia, they all over Atlanta filming movies. They gotta be filming at least 100 projects right now. In, in Georgia. That's crazy. 100 projects. You know what? That's why there's sex traffic can happen in Miami like this. Oh, that's the airport, man. You think so? It's always been that. Yeah. I can put you on a bro. I, I, can, I can catch a flight from LA, pick you up, and I can have you in Houston, that quick, cause I it ain't no it ain't no connections and nothing like that. Like I I can fly to every hub and have you going quick. It's always been that way. And then again, sex trafficking hub. As soon <laughs> shit, as soon as you get off the bus, what you see? Magic City. The jail and the strip. Yeah, that's, you see the jail and the strip club. Shit, that's what you come in here for. Make this money, baby. But here goes the part, though. What a lot of girls don't understand, like, yeah, that is the first thing you see with Magic City. That's a house rule. Magic City does not allow, allow outside dancers. Mm. If you do not live in the city of Atlanta, you cannot dance in Magic City. Shout out to Magic City. The reason why is because it carries that big of a name, right? Unless they hire you for that weekend, they do have people they bring in, whatever. But like, if you was just a girl that jumped off the bus, it's like I'm about to come down here and dance Magic City. We don't know you. Nah, because they all, because they, because the house, the house mom would tell you like, hey, it's not cool for you to come down here and get rich off the name and then go back to where you at. And we got people that's in here every day. You taking from their pockets. You taking from them feeding their families. You taking from their consistent customers. So we can't let you do that. But you have a lot of clubs in Atlanta that. Shit, you come, you get off the bus, you get off that flight, you pay that two hundred and thirty dollar fee to get that license, and you can pay the house fee that night and DJ tip out house mom, you can dance. How, mm. how, how much you think the house fee? House fee on the weekend? Yeah, I'm I'd probably say a girl probably two hundred dollars in the hole. Oh, right. Oh yeah. How when you when you said the house fee, bar fee, security fee, house fee, you know, um, DJ fee? Yeah, you, you two hundred man. If you especially if you especially if you ain't a dancer to hit the stage. That's a whole lot. You know how many lap dances you gotta do? Hit the stage. All you do is lap dances. Oh, you doing is lap Yeah, just because you dance at the club don't mean you a featured on the stage. So that means you you gotta know their routine. Yeah, you yeah, gotta you gotta be able to do something on the stage. One of these strippers that come on man time and talk to talk to us, man. Hey, what the strippers at? I got a couple that I know from back in the day. I don't know if they're gonna answer the phone. Hey, you, you gotta to get on the stage. We want y'all to come talk. Yeah, man. man, you gotta 
You can't just get up there. You gotta be able to. Because the thing so because the thing and I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the case of pinups, right? Pinups is a known 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 Eastside club in Atlanta. East we used to always go there. Um, because the strip clubs closed in Atlanta on Sundays, but at midnight pinups used to open because it was considered Monday. So we used to always go to pinups, right? And pinups. Oh, so the strip club closed on Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like um. Unless they, unless they, I know they was over Super Bowl, somewhere. but um, pillows. The girl wasn't getting naked if it wasn't ten dollars on stage. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> oh, you fancy, huh? No, they ain't letting you get the DJ gonna tell you she ain't taking nothing off. She gonna get up there and she gonna dance to somebody. If you throw, if you ain't throwing nothing out to her, they just gonna let you know. Like you know what threw me off about the strip club? The first time I went to the strip club, I was eighteen, it was bad and cool, right? And the, the 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 thing that threw me off the most, mind you, I don't know shit. I'm only 18. I seen niggas on the block like I ain't got it. I seen niggas penny pinching their mama. I seen niggas like Ooh. you know holding on to money. Niggas, you think it's broke? Niggas who car fucked up and all that. Bruh. Ooh, what they doing? Cause tossing money like it's crazy. Cause it's like, bro, y'all think y'all she gonna let y'all hit if we throw that twenty dollars? Bro, that's there? customer service. I'm tripping. She not about to let y'all hit. Now if you give her another fifty, she might or hundred, she might. But that's crazy. That shit was crazy to me to see niggas just willingly giving it. But my man used to break us down every time he go. He'll give us some ones. That shit was cheaper shit than this. So he give me like fifty dollars, thirty dollars. Man, I leave out with all that money. I was one of them niggas. And we, nah, you weren't taking me. Nah, 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 I was never throwing it. I was never throwing it. It was one time where I was just like, I got chopped in school and shit, I ain't gonna hold you. Girl kept dancing. He had 35. I ain't got it. I tapped my man, he gave her 40. She gave me another dance. You know, it's good. But I used to leave with just a pocket full of one because he just used to show love. But one of the strippers we had new for around the way. Another shit my brother used to talk to, then we got cool one on because niggas was just going in there. I even felt weird still going in there, but what I realized is like it's like a whole different culture. And I just never seen niggas so willingly to willing to give money away. Like, bruh. Yeah, fuck I is you doing? Never, so I, I was like, never with the strip club. Like, I, I don't know. Like I just I don't know. We like, went because the girls cool. went. Yeah, it's cool. Like it's I mean If you got money, I can see how niggas love that shit. Like when we was in Mother City, dog, the nigga Zaytoven came in there and just opened his book bag. And some other nigga was throwing his money. He ain't even throw it. He just got some chicken wings and it. And it's like, if you doing that, I get it. But like, for regular nigga, bro, it was one Chappelle one two niggas still had all his work boots. I'm like, bro, it's a woman down here who would give you this, son, for free, son. Like, answer, listen to you, answer, cook for you. My nigga, like, get up and leave, son. Some niggas doing, just want to be tricks, bro. <laughs> Yeah. They just like the customer service. Okay. Oh, well, you got a girl gonna sit down on his knee, talk to him for a little while, smile, laugh at every one of his jokes. Uh huh, listen to all your fake yeah, bullshit. Listen to all, listen to all your bullshit, make Even you think you're shit. Yeah. Make you you think still you gotta shit. get that money up. Still gotta shit. give it up. It's still a job, up. man. Listen to you. Niggas be chasing the image. Just like how women be chasing the image of a man, niggas be chasing the image of the type of woman they think they're supposed to be with. You think so? Yes. Talk about that. Man, look. Niggas gotta get off Instagram, bro. I had a girl tell me. I had a girl tell me. I had a girl tell me a couple years ago that only black guys, Hispanic, and she was the only black dude to talk to because she don't talk to black dudes no more because black dudes only want to show off. They just want to be black niggas. Trophy wife. That's a thing, like a real thing. 
But sure. I don't heard a nigga say, man, I ain't never had no light skin jump. I need a light skin jump. That's the thing. I, I need a big butt jump, man. I love them big butt jumps. That's the thing, man. Right, Niggas be attracted to images of women they think they supposed to have, but it's like, bro, it's it's great women out here, son. They might not look physically how you think they're supposed to look, but son, first of all, ain't no real nigga gonna judge you about who you look, number one. Your girl coming here, she look like a foot, bruh, and you love her, and you own her, foot. man, I respect you 10 times more because that's your foot, you feel me? Like, I ain't even gonna say nothing about it, like, yo, not that's your foot, that's your foot, but I think niggas be chasing the image of the type of girl they think they poke, like, look at all these NBA players, bruh, they all get trash ass stripper jumps pregnant. And be mad when they going through shit. Son, look, look what you did, son. She can look for a lick. She hit it, now she gone. Now she gone. Now she raising your kids. Or not. And y'all, you mad. You stressing, right? Like, big time. You gotta fuck with who fucking you, champ. No lie, I knew this chick, right? I knew this chick. She was, um... She was, she like, she from my mom, I think. So, I used to work for her. Man, niggas used to be all on and she, she was red, but she looked like a fucking fracker rock. <laughs> Yo, and she was an old fracker rock man. And football niggas used to be, man, she used to be fucking some of the niggas on the radio team. And I used to be like, how the fuck these niggas getting niggas? Why are they fucking with a bitch that look like a, like this? Bitch? The body was right. But. I mean, I don't mean. That's the difference between men and women. A girl, I've seen this shit. A chick glow up to like in high school, you the fat, quiet, nobody really fucking with you, jump, but you jive thick or fat, thick. Then you go up and you like grow into yourself. Now you just badass, thick jump. Now you fuck with niggas on higher levels. It's the opposite with niggas most of the time. Niggas get to that level and it's like we going after what's easy. And niggas yeah, just. Be, yeah, niggas just whatever's Say easy. Say that again, Jack. Niggas just be going after what's easy. They get to that level, women get to the level, they level up. It's like, I ain't fucking with niggas like you. If a nigga dog me, he better be rich. Like, that be a whole mindset. Niggas get that bag, and it's like, yeah. Whoever on my dick, that's what I'm fucking with. And that's just, bro, that's just how crazy these niggas. What you mean? What you mean? Hold on, say that again. Whoever on their dick. You say, for a girl, whoever on their dick, that's who they fucking with. So niggas will fuck with the girl. Niggas will get up and fucking with whoever, whatever girl showing them the most love, like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna fuck with her. Not knowing like it's artificial, man. Uh huh. Oh, do that okay, customer service. Yeah. yeah. She trying to get what she want. Women, that be like. Niggas, you think niggas date out and they leave? I don't think that's a yeah, thing. Yeah, all the time. Nah, I ain't gonna hold you. I don't think that's a thing, man. What you mean? I don't think that's a thing. What you mean? You don't think dudes like no leagues? Date out? There's no leagues? What you? What, what do dating that mean? Because I don't want to say it wrong and not be I wrong. I mean, not date. Nah, I mean. Like financially, just requirements of dating up. I need to go back to the office. You trying to do what? I need to go to that office. Can I go right there? Yeah, come on. How you going? All right, how you doing? Yeah, I think when I say like double up, dating up, right? Oh, it's nice. The hood street cat, right? He married the UPenn lawyer. I like, them, them worlds don't even go together. But sometimes they be a perfect fit, cause like my brother, and he married now, so I don't want to you know. But he <laughs> wife, you know, whatever. He's about to rattle him. Nah, nah, <laughs> like, nah, 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 n
say something, you got we got what I'm talking about. But one of his ex-girlfriends, used to, his her father was a coach, was a basketball coach, whatever. She was a rich girl, she grew up a rich girl. And like she was chasing that thrill, but like seeing them two together, like they fit. Like he was like personality-wise, what she I just feel like this. I feel like sometimes we talk to people we shouldn't have no business talking to, but I don't think it's like it's hard to measure like a league, like who's in who's what. What you mean? League. I mean, you just said it. You, you, you sometimes we talk to people we don't have no business talking to. So <laughs> but we can't we can't base that off like finances or like achievements. I, I never said it. Well, not all finances. I'm just saying like I feel like that's what most people be talking about. I don't. If that's what we're talking about, I don't believe in the league pop. Yeah. So what about that numbers like far as like maturity wise? Okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like he that. real immature, but she like got her got her ass together. I mean, if that's the case, I, I married her. <laughs> I'm about to say, is he doing better because of her? We always marry her. Like, we always, women are better than us, bro. Yeah. Real talk. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, if we keep it up. Yeah, if yeah, if, if you got a, if you got a wife, she should always make you better. Yeah, they, yeah. they're better. So if, if that's the case, then yeah. Your wife make you better, Mary. Yeah. But if it's a nigga dating a jump and he like fucking her life up, putting her more in debt and all that shit, yeah, you just you had no business dating him. And that's not I don't know if that's a lead thing or not. I but, think it's just but, but some, some but that's why it's important that, that women know what a man is. A man is just not just having a man just is not just having penis You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to have a a woman having a man has to have somebody that she can depend on. Mm-hmm. She's shown her that. Yeah, you've shown her that that she can depend on you. Perfect example. At the at the at the sit at the smoking paint party, it was a Murray couple week. They said hey, they, they had been together for like 13 years, but he was he was like, man, we don't been married yet. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, oh shit, I knew we basically like, yeah. So I'm like, um so I was asking him, um, how is it? Like, you know, it didn't change. He was like, no, no. He was like, man, you know, like, we've been together already. I'm like, yo, but for me, it kind of did change because when I got married, like, it changed because, like, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't a man. So she thought she had married a, a man, a man. Yeah. I wasn't a man because I wasn't ready to sacrifice and see, and when you say that, I had to think about the first, like, the first time I, and it caught me off guard, and I, I ain't gonna say I got upset, and I ain't gonna say I didn't get upset. It just kind of caught me off guard. I mean, one time my wife and I was talking about, when it was like maybe a year or two after we first got married, and I was in the same position, like, I thought I when I got married, I'm like, you know, my wife and I, we've been together, and the next step was to get married. I knew I wanted to be with her for the rest of my life. So the next step was to get married. Um, was I mature enough? At the moment, no, but I knew that, hey man, this is who I want to be with. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, I ain't finna just be out here waiting, hell, hoping she wait till I get it together. But you had it. That's what I'm saying. You even had an inkling. Yeah. But, like, I wasn't even sure. But see, the thing about this, though, but my wife, the ones, like I said, we was talking like maybe like a year, year and a half after we got married. And my wife, even so, she was like, you know, like, in some instances, um, I wish that I, you know, some of the things I, I wish I would have been able to see some of the stuff that I saw after we got married. And it's kind of like how you explain what you okay. said okay. on the point of, you know, sometimes your wife marries you 
expecting you to be at a certain your level. You at your potential. potential. And guys, once we get into a situation, then we adjust and we, we put ourselves into that situation. So guy, women go into it, it's like, okay, I know what it is to be married. Guys go into it, it's like, I'm gonna figure this out. Fact. Yeah. I'm about to figure this out. And so I had to figure it out. And my, I mean, luckily, you know, granted my wife stayed with me until I figured it out. But when she said that to me the first time, I'm like, I, I was a little like, what you mean? You wish you would've, what you yeah. trying to say? You wouldn't. I wish I would've seen the fool. Yeah, like you trying to say like, you are you trying to, I was in my head like, are you trying to say like, you wouldn't have married me or something? Or you shouldn't have married me? Yeah. And she was like, nah, it's not that. It kind of goes back to what you're saying. It's like, you know, I married you thinking that we gonna get married and boom, at this moment, it's gonna be how it's gonna set. It's gonna be all set. But no, you had to grow into that. It takes, it takes work, it takes patience. And, and, and that's why a lot of, that's why you see a lot of divorces happen. Cause like I said, men, like I said, men get into it and we're like, okay, I gotta figure this marriage thing out. And women just ain't on the, women already there. Once the woman get married, she there. She there. How, how I feel is like this, and I don't know, this is just based off like my per I've never been married, so I don't know nothing about marriage. But I feel like a lot of times, I can't really speak for men, because men, we, I mean, I can't speak for men, because I'm a man, but we get lost in different ways looking for shit. Like, like I said, chasing image, you want to jump this fat, you want to jump that look good. Like, that's a, that become a thing to where like you just chasing women for how they look and what you want to do to them. That become a thing. You gotta like kind of grow out of that shit. But I do think when it comes in terms to like relationships, I feel like women, the man has to want the woman. You feel me? Like, oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like sometimes it's, this never, I feel like the man has to want the woman. And this speaking like full disclosure, I've been in situations with women where we fucking around, we having sex and shit. You know what I'm saying? They might come smoke a couple. If you don't say nothing, they gonna think this shit about to lead to a relationship. And I learned. Mm -hmm. Early on, like, look, sometimes you gotta be that asshole. You gotta. So you it was hard, but it's like you gotta let them look. When people say, yeah, keep it real. When you really keep it real, it's like I had a situation where a girl was saying we had a clear understanding. We were just fucking. She found out I was fucking another girl. She was mad. They get on the phone. They're talking shit to each other, trying to make me look like the bad guy. But it's like end of the day, they both telling each other the same thing that I told them. Like he both, he said he didn't want to be with me. He should even want to be with me either. So it's like, what's this conversation for? You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes we get to points where it's like, we let this shit be too big, too much. So let me and niggas just settle for a relationship. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, this is easy. I'm going to just do this. And then there's next thing you know, y'all married. Because we, like you said, we said like, so when women get into a relationship, they're in it emotionally. Mm -hmm. All right? Guys, we have to get into emotions. You know what I'm saying? We gotta get into it. So we get into the point where we've been with this person, we like the comfortability of it, we like how it's going. You know, she do this, she do that. My, my mom's like it, my pop's like it, my, my friend's like it, we good. But we ain't to the point where we're emotionally there. We into everything that's good about it, right? But we, and when we realize that we're not in it emotionally when we're in relationships, is as soon as something go wrong, and we like, oh, I'm out of here. That's when you realize when you when you easily when it's easy for you to be like, no, I'm out of here, you ain't got no emotions attached. You you are just cold to it. Like, and to a woman, up. like you a fucked up person for that. Yeah, because I mean, she I mean, in yeah, the I can't even pretend no feeling. I'm like, listen, I get you hurt, but like what you want me to do? Mm -hmm. well, you are you fucking just, serious? Well, and then it's like you know what? Like, you know what? Um, I had that, I had that, you know, I had that situation happen this week, like with me and Show, like, like she just felt like 
she felt like I was being selfish. Well, not selfish, but she felt like when we seen his face, when we seen his face, I was like, remember, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna bring all my pieces. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she was like, well, what about the other options? So I'm like, yeah, it see. wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, if it wasn't for me, they wouldn't even be here. But she felt like I was saying that, you know, I was being big of myself. But I'm like, yo, I just know who I am. Yeah. Without me, this yeah, without me, this shit wouldn't even be, you know, I'm I'm not I'm the glue that everybody knows each other. That's my gift to be able to connect people. You know what I'm saying? Like I know what, what I am. Like I don't go around saying that. I just told you that because we are in company together. So I'm just letting you know your life. I'm showing love, and I never said I was gonna put all my pieces up, but the show was supposed to be me explaining my art mm -hmm. so people can sell them for our house. Mm -hmm. So I'm not worried about nobody else. Right. But she took it as, you know, that she felt like I was being superstar. Yeah, right. I was on oh, superstar. You was being Action Jackson, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 you know, like, yo, like I'm like, yo, I supposed to feel that way. I don't say that, but you know that. Yeah, you know. So I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't need to say that. I, I walk with confidence because I know where I'm born and I know who I am. Yeah. So I like I'm like, yo, I don't even wanna if, damn if you know if you don't think I'm a shit, then I don't want like uh, what the fuck? Like why I wanna be hanging like, out with you? You supposed to be like, hey, well no, don't yeah, put that because nah, I'm not gonna go up there first. Yeah, cause 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 at the end of the day. You're, you're, you're gonna come before anybody else. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're my people. Yeah, take all that down. Yeah, take all that shit down. But, you know, like, that shit kind of, if it, it, it struck me like, dang, that's what you think? Like, but, of course, you know, we had, I had to reconcile because, you know, like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to uh, leave it like that. Oh, no. You see what I'm saying? I didn't want you like, that ain't even me. And you know that ain't me. Yeah. But, you know, like. My bad. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's a funny thing. Relationships are funny thing, man. Like, you gotta you know, learn how to handle them, dog. Yeah. You gotta go through shitty ass relationships. Like, yeah. when I've been looking at Twitter and I see people bashing other genders, like, fuck men, fuck women, niggas don't do this and this. It's like, niggas got mature. So you gotta understand. If you don't have a man that's mature and he fine with himself, I mean, if a man that's secure with himself, like sure, you went for a wild ride. Like, hands That's up. a fact. Like, you went for a wild ass ride. That's, that's a number fact. one. If a nigga, if you ain't as a man experienced, got through the phase of like, oh, my girl, this, this, and she ain't never did that, son, you ain't about to be the best that she, or whatever. You feel me? But she fucked with you. So the fact that she fucked with you, take it to the bank. But you don't know that unless you go through fucked up relationships, because like I said, People be chasing goals, images. I don't look like Dwayne the Gabriel or whoever the fuck, Lord, not Lord Baby, but uh, NBA Young Boy with or whoever. Like they want, that's what they want. They want goals and shit. But it's like, nah, you can't. Even when they say, I'm on with Nipsey Longhead, but y'all gotta understand, you don't get to a point where you can just be comfortable with a woman. Like y'all looking at how long look. That's us. All it is like. But y'all looking at the and that, and that, the point about this, y'all looking at Lauren London Lipsy got, right? You don't understand that she had to go through a whole fucked up situation where Lil Wayne got her and Nivea pregnant at the same time. Bruh. You're not even missing that part. Like, she had to heal from that to be able to love 
Nipsey. So your baby and, father and got Nipsey three. Nipsey stepped out too. And yeah, exactly. Nipsey stepped, stepped, stepped out. Yeah, hey, I mean, like that's one thing my wife got to do with in itself. One thing my wife has said, and, and the first time she said it, like, I heard her say it to one of her girlfriends uh, that was single at the time. She was like, hey man, that nice shot of armor that you waiting on, that shit is not true. That shit is not true. That shit is not true. Y'all sitting here waiting on this knight and shining armor and this and that. That shit ain't true. So I don't know what you out here waiting on. You better get out here and go through some shit, decide what you're gonna put up with, decide what you're not gonna put that's up with, and make that shit work. Find somebody that's fed the fuck up. Yeah. If they fed up, then they ain't. Yeah. Because I'm not even gonna sit up here and say, like, me and my wife, a relationship been the most perfect thing because it ain't. But overall, like, from her saying stuff like that and from me understanding that she know, like, hey, I know you're gonna fuck up. I know you, you there's gonna be some times where you're gonna, you're gonna fall down. There's gonna be some times where, but hey, I ain't going nowhere. She wants you. You know what I'm saying? So overall, get that shit together. I ain't sitting up here condoning what you're doing. That's a fact. But get that shit together. That's a fact. Get it together. That's a fact. Cause I'm right here. That's a fact. And that's and this is a mutual respect. Like I yeah. know you gon' like I know you ain't gonna I know you gon' you know, I know we not gonna see eye to eye. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. A lot of times with me, like, because me me and Sean, we are the same people, argumentative anyway. Mm -hmm. So, we always gonna be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, look, I can respect your opinion. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can respect your opinion, and I know it's not personal. You see what I'm saying? I know it's not personal. And once you, once you, once you realize that, then, hey man. Yeah. We gotta show we gotta show them what they call it black love. Y'all niggas need to see what it looks like. Yeah, Real black love. Shit. Not no fool. No Cause y'all niggas think it's all about like it's everything is the aesthetic. Don't even know what love is, bro. But the funny part about it, you know who know you know who know what love is though? And it, it just goes back to them. Kids? To a certain point. So we talking. And he was just like, just tell her you love her. And I looked at him and I said, hey man, nah bro, when you got a wife, you gotta do more than that. But then I had to sit back and think like, we don't let it get to That's the point. That's all you want to do more than you have to do. We don't let it, we don't let society tell us so much that, hey man, you gotta get your wife these gifts, you gotta get her these diamonds, you got Marks and Morgans, K Jewels on with these Christmas sales, and now nah, you gotta get your wife all this stuff. Oh, and the kids really just know. told her like, the kids just let you know like, hey man, if I like a girl, and I ain't got no money. I ain't got no money, but I like it. So the only thing I can do right now is be like, hey, I love you, man. Yeah. Like, I am, uh, and that, that's just the God honest truth. Like, my mama done got money, but I ain't got no money to give you. Yeah, I'm gonna hold you down, Joe. Yeah, I'm gonna hold, hold you down with this love right now. Because at the end of the day, this is what you're gonna want. Yeah. You're gonna want love over anything. Yeah. Now, you're gonna let everything else change your mind. You're gonna let these bills, these car notes, and all that, these purses, and all these clothes, and stuff like that. But the first part that you ever wanted when you was growing up, was love. You just wanted a cat. Like, just saying, I love you, man. Whether he meant it or not, but like, that shit was the coolest thing when you told the girl, a girl told you that she loved you, and you was just like, you thought you was on top of the world, and your parents looked at you. That good. Yeah. Your parents looking at you like, my high school, your high school girlfriend said, I love you. Yeah, and your parents looking at you like, boy, this shit. I can't wait to get back to that. I don't even need to hear my wife say I love you that much. 
I know you love me, man. Yeah. I ain't even got to say it. I already time. know. I already you. know. But it always go back to that kid. Like, you just want to, you just want to smile and say, like, man, I love you, man. Like, oh, man, you, I love you, too. And you get to smile. I love you, boo. Yeah. I love you, too. For real? Yeah, for real, for real. And that, it'd be that innocence that we don't let everything else take our minds of what love really is and how it really is to be. Like you said, you got the, the images of, you know, you want the Beyonce and Jay-Z. Like, cheating on how with a white girl. Excuse me? You cheating on how with a white girl. You want that? You want that? That's because honestly, because this thing about this. That's your man. You ain't Beyonce. So more than likely, if your man cheat on you with a white girl, she might got a chance to take it. Now look, I had a real in-depth conversation about somebody about this white white people with black people shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-oh. And look, nah, for real. Know your brother-in-law. Nah. Is your brother um, SD? What? This initial SD? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we follow, you follow me on Instagram. Yeah, Sean Drum. Okay, I ain't want to say it. That's my name. Yeah, Sean Drum. Shout out to Sean, man. Shout out to Sean. Hey, look, Sean. man. Sean. Good name, man. Spell it right. We gonna have him come on the, on the Sean, show on the time. Sad up guy, man. Well, that's Sean. the idea. If you need a house. Yeah, fact. Hey, Sean, hey, holla Sean Drum. If you need your new house, man, holla Sean Drum. Somebody, Sean. Somebody told me that was like, yeah, you know, I can't really respect no person that's black that's talking about this black this shit and you know and they married to a white person. Okay. And this is my honest opinion. I told him man I, I got the look and like nigga you tripping. But I was like this and this is me my opinion. This ain't no fact, this is my opinion. I said look, sure you gotta understand something. Number one, I feel like every black man should experience a woman that's not black. Oh uh, I can't say that. Now, hold on. Not my house. Not my house. Listen, hell no. I said every black man should experience that. I said, why? What was your why? What's your reasoning? Woo! This is where I caught the heat at. This is where I caught the heat at. Now, I got a preference just by saying I, I love all black women. You know what I'm saying? That's all that's in my life. You know. Oh, you know. I love y'all. Hey. It's like now, nah, fuck all that. I, I said the reason is I said. So I got friends that to this point they still like. They chasing that image. I need a light skin jump. I want an exotic jump. I want to hit a meal before I die. I want fucking Asian. You know all that shit. Number one, I feel like for people who have that, you got to get it off the system, right? You got to get it off the system because you. Why? We don't have self control like how we would like to believe. You get married, you got a fetish, and you still ain't never had that. And that one time you married, that temptation comes as soon as you get married. That bad Asian jump. And she is presented to you when you ain't never had that. Who's to say this nigga might lose control at that moment? So You're just get it out the system. You You're feel me? If you, if but the second reason I said it was what got me in trouble, and I was like, look, they got you in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely. <laughs> I, I got a trouble cuss that girl that oh talking shit. Oh, woo, woo, woo. I'm like, well, look where I'm at. But I said, women that's not black, they treat black men. If, now let me preface it by saying this. You got a lot of, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta hit this, hold on. You got a lot of white women. I where you're going, and I kinda agree, and I'm gonna tell you why. You got a lot of white women who don't like niggas, period. A lot of Spanish women, Mexicans, El Salvador, Dominicans, never date a black man, ever. You got some Asians the same way. But, women that aren't black, how can I put this for the Say it, say it, just say it, don't say They treat black men with a level of appreciation that some niggas, I wanna say most niggas, ain't used to get. Like, you're not That's used to getting that reception. That's because as a black man, when you, we like, me personally, I've always liked the chase. Now, if I'm pursuing a bunch of different women and they consistently shooting me down, I ain't taking it personal, but it's just different 
when you fuck with somebody that's not black and you see he's giving you the whole a whole different approach, like, nigga, I want to shoot. I'm gonna do this for you, and I'm gonna do this for you, and I don't care how much money you ain't got, I don't care what you don't do, like, they like like you as the person. And I think as black men, just my experience, they appreciate it a little different. Now I'm not gonna sit here and say black women don't appreciate niggas, but it's definitely a different level type of appreciation. I'm about to like, tell you what it is. I'm about to tell you exactly what it is. Because, and I agree with what you say. I agree with because it's a it's a, it's a story behind that. It's it's the reason why they when they fuck with you, they fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Black, the thing about black women is that a lot of a lot of our black women been subjected to trauma from black men. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I, man, I can name countless. I can name directly and chicks. indirectly. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can name a few chicks that I know had issues, and you know, mm -hmm. with some family members, a male family member. You know, putting that, touching them inappropriate. So, like, that shit don't go away, bro. Yeah, it don't. You see what I'm saying? Especially if you're not dealing with it. So it manifests in our women. That's why they they might love you, but they hate you at the same time. Mm -hmm. Because you you look like Uncle especially, And especially with the girls that are growing up nowadays, I mean, at least with our generation, we can say, that we had black women that were talking to, you know, I'm saying, maybe if you're 30 and up, you actually had black women that were really talking to you, um, telling you about marriage, and you could see that part. <clears throat> but the kids that are growing up now, like, we, when we grew up watching TV, black people, black couples on TV together. Mm -hmm. White couples on TV together. Now, we can watch 10 commercials in the next we hour. Watch, we watch divorced women on TV. Yeah, we can watch, but we can watch the next 10 commercials and then you're going to see an interracial couple. That's true. Yeah. You're going to see an interracial couple. So now the message that I'm getting is, one, okay, it don't matter who I marry. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's already it. So at that point, like the black community, even, even the white community, is that a threat? Because everybody mixing up. So both communities are at a threat. Black community is at a threat because now most men know you get a wife, when your wife really care about you, probably one of the first things she's gonna tell you to do what? Get some health insurance. That's a threat. I marry a white woman. I die. My white wife is the beneficiary. Where do you think, what community do you think that money go to? Unless she's ingratiated in your community, then it can go. Your, no, they, they, no, 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 no. When I say community, all right, not even community. What family do you think that go to? If y'all had kids, y'all kids. Me and my wife don't have. If I married, if, I mean, if my wife was married, if I had, if, my, if Crystal was white, and I and Crystal died, and I died. Mm. What, what family do you think that money going to? Yeah, it's going for some money for yeah. And so when all these when all these all NFL these, players, yeah, I'm going to say all these athletes, all these athletes pass away. Well, you from Georgia, bro? You know it's endless white jumps down there, bro. It's like they look. These niggas get good and they go to the schools where the white kids at. So they like they be liking that shit from like that's all they be around until they get. Oh no, no, the wave is the wave is this, this Latinos now. Oh, word? Oh yeah, that's the wave. 
Because now I don't take as much heat yeah, for dating a white girl. Yeah, he goes jump. You know what I'm saying? I could date a Hispanic girl, and realistically, a Hispanic girl probably really gonna love me. Yeah. She ain't in it for the money like maybe the white girl might be in it for, or how the black girl might be in it for. She but might. You know what the black girl gonna do? That's the other race is gonna do. When she get real. She gonna be right there. That black girl not calling the police on you? No, sir. Not, nah. I, well, not. Well, I ain't gonna say that. You said the white, the black girl? Nah, not I don't know now. Some of these basketball wives and these girls in LA. Man, they, they got whitewashed. We ain't counting them. Man, no yeah, nah, yeah. Some, some of these new girls, yeah, they they uh, they call the black girl. Hey, the real black girl. They calling the police. They calling TMZ first. Yeah. Yeah. They call it TMZ first, because they know TMZ, if TMZ show up, uh, hell, the police scanner, just like we used to have a police scanner, TMZ got a police scanner. I think niggas definitely the police got a TMZ dating. scanner. I think niggas get a kick out of dating women that's not black, but in reality, no disrespect to nobody, them type of women is easier. Like, I ain't, I'm just keeping it a buck. It's easy, easy like... Easy to what? It's just easy. It's, more, I, it all feels like manipulation. It's like, I can do what I want with you. I don't even want to do this no more, because it's like... You got too much control. They too submissive. Cause look thing. at that. Look at that DNA. When you look at the DNA of white women, they just give a fuck up. White women in that, in that DNA never really had to do anything. Mm. So if they get a black man that does everything, no, shoot, that's natural for me. Or they little white guilt kick in, and they might do everything for you. You want shoes? I'll buy you some weed. Does your daughter need anything? It's like yeah. It gets too. It's like all right, look, man, you giving me. We ain't doing this. Like nah. Nah, it's it's nah. And that and, and and the bad part about it is in, in two ways. The bad part about it is on one side, you got black women now that's feeling like, okay, now nah, I got it. Now they've come to the point where now they gotta compete against that. Now you don't. That's the thing I was about to say. No, you, you don't. don't. You in, in real life, you don't. But in, in, in real life to them. In turn in, in real life they, 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 you take you you being you gotta compete with that. That's what you if you're a single woman out here now, everything you just said. That's what they competing with. They competing with, especially here in DC. Man, I ain't go Georgetown. They go uptown. You go to work. You go to work. <laughs> and it's, work. It's, it's, it's white girls. It's, it's white girls there that, especially like y'all from DC. Is white girls there? It's like, oh, you're from DC. And you black in? girls. You in? You in? You in? Just like, take for instance, the funny part about it to me. Uh, and granted, I'm, I'm glad I didn't succumb to this when I first got here. Like, moving here and saying you're from Atlanta, oh, bro, that changed everybody's whole demeanor. Uh -huh. That changed these girls' whole demeanor. You think so? Oh, yeah. Talk to them. They, they, they change. Oh, you from, I want to go down there. What is it like? Like, you're just kind of like, you the new nigga at school. Yeah. You the new nigga at school from a, from a cooler school. And because they see Atlanta on TV, yeah. they see the rappers, they see all that. Yeah, and, and, and as soon as y'all up, and if somebody come from there, it's like, oh man, you the nigga from the big school. He up too. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You think, and I'm looking like, no, no, I'm, I'm married. I'm straight. We <laughs> good. I'm straight. I'm good. I moved in with my wife, so that's the only person I need to know. That's it. That's how you hear the mix. Yeah, because I mean, because you can see it in them. You can see, like, you can literally you can see, this, see it. This might, not, this might go bad. Yeah, you can see it in them. Like, oh, he's from Atlanta. I like, relax. He might know. <laughs> I mean, it, might, it might sound naive, but they might be like, oh, he might know so and so. He might know so and so. He might. No, I don't know nobody. nobody. Like, yeah, there's four million people there. Yeah, I gotta relax. I gotta yeah. relax. There's four million people there. You think I know all these people? Oh my, you gotta relax, man. I mean, you know these people. You, you see how much like, no, I don't know. 
don't see none of those housewives. You, you, you got to relax, Oh, I saw, I knew Portia before she got on Real Housewives mm. because I used to do the, um, the, I used to do the Jose, her, her, um, her family is Jose Feed the Hungry. And they have the biggest um, Thanksgiving drive um, throughout the year, uh, during the year. And I used to, I knew her from there, before, before she even became on Housewives. So, I mean, a lot of people that you knew, a lot of people you knew, like um, Jocelyn, married to Rob, uh, Stevie J. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jocelyn used to stay next door in the apartment, right next to my homegirl. Word? So, I'm, I'm talking about saw, me and my homegirl saw her the day after she got her shit done. <laughs> after she got her titties and ass done. She was skinny. She was alright. She was alright. But I mean, once she, got, once she got it done, yeah. That shit a couple weeks later, the biz pulled up. And then, a year down the line, you looking like, hey, wait a minute, that's, that's so-and-so neighbor. And then, the, then here goes the funny side about it. Um, the girl that, the girl I'm talking about that's her neighbor, done damn turn Hollywood too. Oh yeah? Bruh. Done turn Hollywood too. It's Hollywood, baby. Man, I'm talking about, I can't, I can't give enough, de de too many details. But man, yeah, Hollywood. It's Hollywood. Ho yeah, bruh. It's Hollywood, baby. And I just wanted to be like, hey man. I'm important. Hey, a couple of years, I could go four or five years ago. Dog, anybody could get got, man. Yeah. Nigga, Shorty came here and married a fucking prince. Like, Slim, anybody, it's like, you can think you on this level, you can think you're not on this level. But if you sit down, also Cinderella, real life Cinderella shit, and you sit down with a motherfucker, you don't know nothing about him, and y'all clip. That's what it is. Now, you find everything else about that person, and you don't want to fuck with him, that's something wrong with that's you. Right, yeah. You feel me? Like, that's your beef. And I think a lot of times, niggas, I had a conversation with my friends about this. Niggas being ashamed to talk to big girls. Niggas being ashamed to talk. I done seen no bullshit. Ashamed, nigga. Until they get cold outside. I know, I know a couple ugly Jones had a hit, and these little ugly Jones had niggas. And I'm like, damn. I'm oh, the big girls always got niggas. I'm talking about the ugly Jones, like always. The bad ugly Jones, like you, 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 you ugly, but something about you just looks so good, like. Sloppy top. I'm telling you. But niggas be afraid to say. She lay down, she started talking to you real sexy. It's like, oh shit. Oh, tell it. You close your eyes, she oh, make you feel like she's gorgeous. Oh, tell it. Woo! That's how I'm sick, man. Take me in, man. Take me in. Shout out to the big girls out there, man. Take me in. Shout out to the There's a place in the world for you. Somebody saying Lizzo ass up. Oh, man. Not Lizzo. Hey, she had a real statement, though, on. Um, uh, online that, that she posted, man, after... She posted her age on there. I think she did. No, no. I was talking about the words. But she said, like, after eight years of giving out free tickets to my shows, um, my undersold shows and stuff like that, like, it took all that to get here. Yeah. And people don't understand, like, it, it take all of that. Like, even what we doing, you know what I'm saying, like, um, people saw Artscape, but like that, it took a lot. Yeah. It took a lot. And and right now, we are actually planning the next move. Artscape was two weeks ago. Yeah. Not even two weeks ago. And we already in motion. Like, no wasted motion. Yeah, it takes all that, especially when it takes all of that with funding out of our pocket. Like, we ain't no, we ain't, y'all see no commercials. Ain't, nope. no, ain't nobody paying for us for no advertising. And all of this is funded out of us. Right. On a teacher's salary. My man on the painting, and on the video. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this is all us. 
And so when I saw that, I was like, yeah, man, like, that lets you know, like, hey, man, continue grinding. Because there's people out here that appreciate, appreciate it. And I ain't really like when the other shorty spoke out. We got to stop making our divisiveness, like, be the, oh, who the yeah, who is she? Be the money for like white people because they make the money off of us. Who are we talking about? All right, lost and she went on Twitter and and I, anybody who love their craft, I get it. I always say like, I'm I'm so competitive sometimes. I'm a hater. I don't literally even hate on people, but we in the same lane. Like, come from athletic. Bro, I'm not looking at the nigga across from me saying, I hope you do well. Nigga, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah, this work right and now. If you get there, I see you when you get there. Yeah, and if we get to, to the top, that's where the respect Because I know you did what I did to get up here. Yeah. So I get the hurt and the pain if you lose, but her going on the social media rant about, oh, I did a soul album and da 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 It's like, dog, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Lizzo may technically be a pop artist or whatever, but everybody fucking knows her music. Like, dog, my daughter know that shit. Like, kids in school yeah, see that shit. I seen niggas singing that shit, bro. Everybody know her music, so it's like, don't knock her because you ain't winning. Like, you know what I'm saying? Man, you can't say, you can't, look. Lizzo, Lizzo said a line that every woman has said every single day. At least, at least women have said this every day. Why men great till they gotta be great? <laughs> like, what else, what else, what else? Like, what else song could you put out? That's soul right there. Yeah, like that's that part right there. Like, like, you just don't understand. Like, she came on and said, Why men great till they gotta be great? Bitch, we don't even know. We, men, like, it's dudes, it's dudes that hear that and be like, Damn, she right. I don't know what the fuck going on there. She right. Yeah. And she spoke, like, she came on and spoke to every, every woman immediately liked that song. I don't care. A woman might not have. You could have like, had a bad bitch non committal. Bruh, you know how many niggas be praying for a bad joke that I can just fuck and need and it's never nothing? You know how many niggas was. You know was the nigga on the Minnesota Vikings for Hollywood for uh, Halloween? Yeah. I seen the I seen the nigga dressed up as the nigga. Hey, I heard some about that. I don't know. <laughs> what nigga from Minnesota? Uh, from the song, from the lyric from her song. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. So, the, don't know so the girl, the girl Lizzo, that um, white man great until they got to breathe great and stuff like that. Like new man from the Minnesota Vikings type shit. The real big girl. I know who you. T I don't know the song though. I don't. You know, I, I can't think of the name of the song. I don't listen to the radio, so I don't. But yeah, so like I said, the song came on with Wildman. I'm talking about like even before the beat dropped. Oh, she. The song comes on. And oh, that's first, what she like, said. I think yeah, I know the melody. Yeah, the first song. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the okay. first thing that comes on is Wildman made great. Let me tell you something. When the first song, when the first when the song first came out, I used to turn it just because on the point like I felt like my wife was looking at me when she said that. Wow. You feel guilty. You wow. kind of like because. Turn that shit all the way off. Like she, started off, she already starting off challenging men. Like, hey man, be great. Why y'all great to y'all? What's say with all women? So are you agreeing with what she's saying? In, See, some, in some instances, yes, there has yes. been times where I was supposed to be great that I just kind of like. How many times I heard a girl say, "You mean you could have just told me the truth? I would have just did anything. Like I don't care about none of that. I don't care about your girl from me, baby mother." Like, you know how many times I heard that shit? This she get on the song. You could have had a bad bitch. Nah, come on. Help you with your cold ribs. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how many niggas want a girl that's like, hey, you know what? If you're out here rapping, nigga, you rapping. The fat girl was preaching to us. You know what I'm saying? Like, the big girl, like, shit, and these was this, hey, we rapping the first, the first six, eight bars. 
Like came on and was just like, but she look, knows this look, because look, look, look. I guarantee you, she knows this because she's double niggas who was afraid to go public. They like everything about her. Oh, yeah. But she just fat. My man is not going like that. So I don't. Yeah, you like the big job. You like the big job, nigga. She famous now, so call her back. Mm -hmm. Fuck you talking about? Like, she said, I'm a hundred percent that bitch. Damn. <laughs> so that sound like a big girl that's like feeling herself. Like, hey, you know what? I know I'm the shit. That bad mean, bitch energy. It's, it's, it's nothing more sexier than a woman in, in confidence to me. Like, oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, a confident woman, man. Like that shit is. And she stepped out with pure extreme. She, she, she said like, why niggas? Why men great today gotta be great? And then came out in a bathing suit. <laughs> And she been confident suit. because I'm telling you, she probably been with niggas and like, look, y'all love me, y'all love this fat bitch that y'all keep laying up with. Why y'all just not telling everybody? Niggas probably want to be on their bullshit. Now she out there, she, she exposing y'all hey, niggas. Yeah. Nigga from the Vikings, you better come out, whoever that nigga is with the Vikings. Somebody come out. Who, who lying? <laughs> wow, bro. Who lying? But she did lie about that girl eating her food, but that shit was cool. Hey, man. She put that girl bitch on the That was a rational fuck like that shit. That's what people do nowadays, man. If you nah, talk to me, I'm gonna put it on the gram so everybody. It's, it's, it's like it's like you getting jumped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how that's how niggas jump you nowadays. Let me put it out on the gram so everybody can chime in. Put you on the Instagram. Yeah, then you got jumped. That's how we jump niggas now. We got you. Got you. Yeah, shit crazy. Hey, man, so, um. I'm almost where we at, man? I'm almost there. Go! You see? Hey, Lamar Jackson, this to be in your house for a Sprite price. Hey, man. Yeah, hey. This in my house. Might need to make that trip. We're going. This might need to make that trip. It's going up in my house, nigga. This history. Might need to make that trip right after the game. Go down yeah, to the end zone and be like, hey, look, cuz, huh? sign this jump. Oh, oh, I'm gonna get it signed. Oh, we can watch it off the chair, it has been. Oh, mm. I'm gonna get it signed. I'm gonna get it signed. Nah, hey, you gotta wait until after they win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, because we're going to that, bro. Where's it? It's in Miami, this shit, too? Yes. And he's from Florida. Hey, man. Oh, he's from Miami at that. All the oh. Oh, them niggas on their team. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. The Super Bowl went from Atlanta to Miami? Yeah. Hey, let me tell you something, man. Yeah. Hey, real talk. Yeah. The Stripper W2 forms was looking nice last year, and they're going to look nice this next year, too, man. Real yeah. nice. Real nice. Real nice. That's a fact. Real nice. Miami got more cocaine. That's going to spend more money, so. Oh, yeah. Y'all going to make a whole lot more money. Yeah. <laughs> they going down. They, hey, they heading down. They heading down the week after MLK. <laughs> And they, hey, and they stay in. Do him for the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, this how, this how it's going to go. This is how it's going to go. MLK weekend going to go. They're going to spend time with their kids they got with their fam. They're going to get their hair and stuff done together. And they're heading to Miami, right? And then they stay to Miami all the way through Super Bowl. And then the week after Super Bowl, you know where they going? Chicago for All-Star Weekend. That's, mm -hmm. what, that's where the All-Star Weekend is? That's how the move always go, man. For, for four months, for four for a month, you on the road. I'm on the road, and I'm trying to come back with I'm trying to come back with 30, 50 grand. Yeah, you touching road? No, yeah. you 
Such a road. I'm trying to come at 50 grand. Like I'm a real, real, real job. Remember traveling and sales. Man, yeah. sales pussy. And the chicken, the chicken, easy to tell you, like, yeah, I can make 50 grand at, at what Super Bowl and All Star games. Yeah. Easy. easy, Bruh. Easy. If you fly a chick out off of Instagram and you don't use a condom, you need She won the She gonna make you get a pregnant. She gonna take 1500 from you for the abortion. She gonna get a baby and she gonna call TMZ and be like, she gave Christ. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. Damn. Jesus Christ. Right? It's a bad time to be rich, man. It is. I mean, when you say that, it's a bad time you are a, a little bit, if you're a rich white guy, it's a bad time to be rich, man. This is Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. terrible, man. Damn. The world, is, is it a bad time to be rich because the world is exposing people? Or, yes. or you got some, 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 some devils out there? Man, yeah. You, 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 you can't hide that no more. Like nobody, like, the internet had got. This is this is the most even the world has ever gonna be in our lifetime. Like ain't nobody safe. Oh, nigga Jeffrey Epstein, they gotta investigate that shit because of the internet. The niggas who did it gotta investigate. They like, damn, we did this shit, but now we gotta we was low. Got you know what I'm saying? saying? They keep talking about this on the internet. They can't shut it down. That's the that's the thing, bro. They it's no control over this shit. There's no that's control. Dang, niggas are scared. They didn't everybody get exposed. They had to put the, they had to put the, to that Epstein thing. They had to put the case on somebody. They said, look, Mo, there's two niggas that's doing their job. They keep asking questions. Can we just blame him? Yeah. Because we did this shit, but yeah, we ain't going to That is crazy. We're going to put it on y'all, man. Y'all niggas is out here ordering shit off. Y'all was online shopping. Niggas said, niggas is online shopping, though. Who? Oh, the, the, the guards? guards. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, man. Some niggas was online shopping doing the thing. They was supposed to check every 30 minutes. They wasn't doing that. Nah. So they really gonna put that bad bone on people. Yeah. So my thing is, okay, if y'all getting me saying I wasn't checking it, then what am I in trouble for? Y'all said he committed suicide. Yeah, what the fuck? Y'all said he committed suicide. They they not gonna charge him with the murder, right? Nah, nah, nah. They charging him with uh I can't believe that. The coroner might get killed though, because he did a real coroner report saying the nigga was murdered. Yeah, he's sitting in the homicide. Yeah, he should. He ain't even shit. Everybody in the world knows that nigga was cute. Somebody who got to pay the corner. We're going to be old when we figure that shit out. When they come out, that's going to be like that whole uh, Iran Contra and, and Nicaragua thing. Like, they're going to come across and I see them and be like, yeah. Dog, you know, for years I heard black people say the government sold us crap, and I did never understand yeah, what they were talking about. Until like I saw this documentary and I'm like, so it's paperwork. I Google shit. They got paperwork that said yeah. you had it came out a couple of years ago and said like I said this is crazy. Well, yeah, I, don't really really I, I wish I would. Jay Z trust a million a million years. You know, you fucked up. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like this shit is a big this whole shit is they they didn't fuck it. This shit is a this shit is a they are running a, a continuous criminal enterprise. Bro. And then and then they just hide out. And then Another big fish jumped into the hole this week with Michael Bloomberg. Yeah, your boy dropped third. Your boy said, "I ain't doing no fundraising. I don't want none of y'all money." I got it. And I dropped thirty-six million dollars in ads. No, he got it, baby. He did exactly what Trump did. And he, thirty-six and he has an ad million dollars. Trump did well, huh? for Democrats. Let me tell you how fucked up the, the the presidential election is right now. And he's a you know the nigga at the nigga that's in the lead for Democrats. Came out yesterday and said, I don't know how I'm gonna get the black vote. The little nigga from India, Pete Buttigieg, or whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. he, he, like, literally ran a story and was like, I don't know how I'm gonna get the black voters. 
Now, when it comes down to voting, one of the one of the one of the uh, the measuring sticks of the black vote is South Carolina. Buddy is at zero percent right now. Come on, Pete. And he your front runner. This your front runner for the president right now. Come on, Pete. And black. And so at that point in time, all right. So black folk kind of voting for Joe Budden, Joe Budden, Joe Biden, and, and, and everybody else. They kind of voting for them, but white people ain't really voting for them like that. But who the fuck is that? Where's this nigga? So now you losing all together. I told my kids the other day, man. Y'all might as well get ready for Trump again. I don't see nobody. They asked me, Mr. Mr. who you voting for? Same thing I voted for except for the first, um, first Barack. Farrakhan. Why you voting for Farrakhan? Because I, I believe in his, I believe in his economic principles. I believe in his black family principles. I believe in all of that. Yeah, I man. Every the only time I fell for the okie doke of voting for the black man, the first time we voted for Barack, I fell for, I fell for, I fell for. I even got the, I even got, when I came up for inauguration, I even got the newspapers, I framed them, they even still hanging on my wall in my basement. That's just the history, just, just because of the yeah, historical yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the historical part. But since then, yeah, and before then, it's always been, I always write in fair comments. Always, always, always. It's real gangster shit, man. Hey, man, it's gonna always be that. That's why I want, that's, that's, that's why I want to be my president. I'm my own, I don't want me to yearn. If y'all told me, look, if y'all niggas told me Farrakhan was running for president, I'd try to rent this nigga some space to get his damn office set up somewhere. <laughs> can't really talk like, hey, we finna get out here. And Ward ain't finna vote for Farrakhan. Oh, yeah, he got, he got Ward 8. We get all of it. He might get D.C. Nah, not no more. Nah, look. These white folks not registered to vote yet? Nah, the Christian's not, the Christian's not gonna vote for him. The black Christian's not gonna vote for him. Yeah, hang that up. Definitely. You got Malcolm killed, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, nah, not that. Boy. They gonna go back to one of him play play music, man. No, they don't want the shit, man. They don't want the priest. They just want them to play music, man. Them old black folk hold on the shit. They gonna remember that. Yeah, nah, they do. Nah, they do. You're right. They do hold on the shit. Mm -hmm. Like an awesome. Yeah, nah, just, just sign this joint, bro, so we can auction it off to charity. You know what I'm saying, I'm man? We'll get the John no, no, for, yeah, no, for 10 million. Yeah, the 10 million. Y'all need this. Yeah. That John look right, right? Yeah. The first nigga to win the Super Bowl and the MVP. Ooh. Joe Flacco like, fuck that nigga. This nigga saved white men's jobs. You kill him. Harbaugh would do Hey, if Harbaugh ain't do it this year, he'd have been gone. That's a fact. And that's my man. Ozzy Newsom went out and get that nigga a gift. Yeah, I'm about to draft you the best player in the draft. Take this, do what you gotta do with it. Do what you gotta do with it. And he saw, he saw this shit. Was like, hey man, this is the last shot I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the last shot I got, man. Let me, let me let him do his thing. And it's working. Like a motherfucker. You gotta, you gotta do that though. Just like you said, like even the first time that you got a, got an offensive coordinator and a coach that be on the point like, hey, I'm a coach to my talent. Not my talent play to my coach. Like, it never made sense to me, even when I was first seeing Vic play. Go all the way back to Randall Cobb, fucking, not Randall Cobb, Randall Cunningham, Cole Pepper to an extent, McNabb. I never understood why the college quarterbacks, the dog and the option in, in the college. I'm like, listen, it's some white boys in the league who is garbage, strong arms, is garbage, no heart, no accuracy, no terrible footwork. If you got, I'm a defender. Missy, you know how this goes. Mm -hmm. You play defensive back, you gotta worry about 
your half of the field, your the tight end, the fucking running back, and the quarterback, like you can't defend that shit. Oh, I, I always, I always looked at it as the point of like, okay, all right, so you're you're looking at league window of four years, right? Mm -hmm. How does a quarterback come in and he dominates college for at least three years, and the same players that go to the league? You just kind of like, oh, no, this is the league, so you're not going to dominate them in the league. I just dominated them. I just been putting, I just been dogging these niggas since high school, college, all of that. And you need to tell, yeah, over four years span, I showed you that, like, hey, I can dog them. And, and then, then I, get to, I get to the NFL, and you just like, no, nah, that shit ain't good. It's funny you said Harbaugh, because he did say that nigga job, because the only reason, ironically, Lamar Jackson is allowed to do this is because everybody is on Pennsylvania. Yeah, look, what else we got to lose? We ain't got shit else to lose, let's just let him Nothing. do that. Now, y'all finally doing what y'all should have been doing. That's why your man say, you heard him, I love you. You heard yeah, him? Yeah, I heard him, yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah, I'm going to get an extension off this. my job. I'm going to get an extension off this. And then say, oh, it's a gimmick. Like, take for instance, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin loves his defense right now. You know yeah. why? Because Mason Rudolph ain't doing shit. So they, they could easily be like, hey, you know what? Roethlisberger was hurt last year. The defense sucked. We got Roethlisberger for like one more year. We got this kid, Mason Rudolph. Let's start this rebuild process and get rid of you right now. But they can't. The, the Steelers are what, 73, 82? They probably end up being 6 and 5, I think. They 6 and 5? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, they 6 and 5. But I mean, they in the wild card. They're doing, they doing a hell of a job. With it, but six and five with our quarterback, our star quarterback gone. Yeah. Okay, we lost our star receiver from last year and our star running back gone. Our star, our starting running back has been injured on and off, but he's been playing through it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, six and five where we are, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty pretty damn good. Yeah. And we're one of the best defenses in the league. Because if we didn't have the defense that we had, that they have in um, Pittsburgh, yeah, they'd be, they'd be some shit. They'd be, yeah, yeah, they'd, they'd be Jacksonville. Yeah, they'd be some shit. They'd be the Jaguars. So, you know what I mean? They'd, they'd, they'd be some shit. Yeah, man. It's almost coming along, man. We got shades on. How we looking, Jay? On camera. Sweet. MVP. I hope they don't shit him though, man. They keep he trying. They ain't worried about no MVP. He already smashed it. But he deserves it. Trying to get to the Super Bowl, bro. Fuck all that. When they get the Super Bowl. Fuck all that other shit, bro. They literally playing a numbers game, bro. Every game, every game. Yeah, nah, yeah. I don't know. After, the way they beat, the way they beat uh, New England, at, with ease, and the way they've been playing with ease as it goes. Yeah, I don't see nobody in the AFC eating them. I mean, beating them. Now, I'll say this. I, right now, I don't see nobody in the AFC beating them. Now, we all know New England is a totally different ball game come playoff time. Come playoff time, that's totally... You gotta be history, fuck. Yeah, you gotta be history, and then you, yeah, you gotta... It's a lot of stuff that's playing... It's a lot of financial stuff that's playing on your side, all right? Because overall, Lamar Jackson is a great story, but the Patriots bring more dollars to the NFL. All right, they bring more dollars. Um, and so that's the side of it to where I'm like, I don't see nobody beating them until we get to the playoffs and then they line up against the Patriots. I think they can I beat them. I think they'll lose a shootout against the Chiefs. The Chiefs can't stop nobody, but then let's come down to, can y'all stop Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins? I think they all they got to do is stop them twice. And Miko Hartman. 
Um, yeah. if they, I think we can get a stop. If, if they stop, I'll put it this way. If they stop any team twice, game over. That's that's what I'm saying. We can. That's the. That's why I say we. I think we can go because we can get a stop. Yeah. The defense good enough to get a stop. Mm -hmm. If they get stopped twice, game over. Yeah. Game over. Yeah. Because I mean, like you, you just saw last night, he put 9,200 yards passing. I'm putting up five touches with ease. With ease. With ease. And, and then my offense runs fast. Yeah, it, it's it's not no like I was going. I can't remember what game because I don't really watch the NFL because it's boring. I mean, cats run a play, they get up, they walk back to the huddle, they get forty they seconds in between the play. They pay and it's it hurts. such a slow game. When you watch when you watch college, like college, it's twenty five seconds in between. You gotta get up, you gotta get back. It's 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 always a go. And so with Baltimore, like no, it's hey, come on, let's go. If you can't sleep, let's go. Like we on the ball, we on the ball, we on the ball, mm -hmm. and when they receiver, when they like buddy that scored the touchdown out of the backfield last night, like you can see, it. like he had the linebacker beat before, and the linebacker was like, oh shit, they snapped the ball, and by the time he realized they snapped the ball, the man was catching it running to the corner. It was touchdown. It was touchdown. They, it runs that fast, and that is one thing that they do that other teams don't do. When you see other teams that try to slow the ball down and this and that, this and that, like, no, nah, they ain't gonna slow it down. That man put up five touchdowns. They, the they third, play the about third, third quarter. That's what made that's what made Seattle so special because like them boys really love to play defense. Like Ooh. Seattle, and they went when they beat Tom Brady in 2012 in the regular season, and then when they won that Super Bowl against uh, who they beat Denver. Y'all were the best offense of all time at that time. Them boys really like contact, like oh yeah, the whole team, the no, whole team not, just like. Nah, and that's what that's what's gonna take to beat the Ravens. I don't really see a team out there like that because they beat the shit out of the Patriots, and the Patriots got the number one defense. But uh, but then but that's the point though. They beat the shit out of the Patriots, so you can say anything AFC like they're the team to beat. Um, can that next week game? Can be Sam, a test. Yeah, Sam, yeah, you, this is gonna be the test this week. When San Fran kind of time, like, what do you do to Joey Bosa? Which, um, they did a good job again. Who did they play again the other night? Um, Green Bay. Green Bay. So they, they did a good they, job. They, 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 Green Bay ain't no slack. Uh, Their defense ain't no slack. They ain't top notch, top notch, but they ain't no slack. No, nah, I mean, they can't we play. We play. We play. Uh, we play the Rams. Yeah, they play, that's what I said. They play the Rams. They play the Rams. The Rams. The Rams. Rams, play Rams, play Rams the Rams. Rams, Rams, Rams and that's another thing. They ran no, the air because they kept saying, we're going to take your highest paid player and run right at him. That's what and you take do. Him out, and take him out the game. You run right at him. Run right at him. You run, and, and so you can't stop that. Yeah, and so when you have, you got the same thing coming in this week. You run right at Joey Bosa. And the thing about this, Aaron Donald is experienced. And we beat the shit out of him. They beat the shit out of him. You got Joey, you got Bosa, who's a rookie, a second year. Yeah, all, all, all over the place. Yeah, like what <laughs> you do. Yeah. And when they come at you fast, you when they come at you that fast, like, nigga, they'll come at you fast, and then you got, you got, you got, it's one of those things where, like, if you wanted to say the Ravens, and you can say, like, the Ravens would be like if Floyd had power. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm fast, I can run around you and run around you, but then I can knock your ass out with Mark Ingram. He, he gonna run, come, come through there and he gonna run your ass over. I say he running like he ain't out of Yeah, like he boom. They always just running the ball 40 times a game. So as a D-back, as a linebacker, you got 325-pound niggas busting your ass the whole game. The whole game. Nobody trying to deal with that shit. Nope. I'm gonna have defensive back as a safety. Hell no. Nah. You got, you got two, they, you got, they coming out in double tight. 
You got a lab, a lab yeah. coming at you full speed. You come down and fill a hole, and you got a guard coming nah, along nah. full speed. Nah, hey, after the second quarter, hey, coach, switch this up. Hey, coach, you need to get them big boys up front. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Hey, hey, get, your hand, get your hands on them, man. <laughs> get your hands on them. Damn, he getting off on me. That's, that's what you saying. Hey. That's what you saying. Hey. You saying, like, you you in the huddle, like, hey, man. He shouldn't y'all be touching me. Get nothing. He, he shouldn't be touching me. Why the me. fuck is this nigga touching me? He shouldn't be touching me. That's, I'm that's to be every touching bit, them. That's every bit of word with you. That's why them niggas was fighting in the locker room. Yeah. You, you, you out there, you, you 210. You got 320 niggas just coming. And they looking at you, you like, yes, lunch. They barreling down. Like, you they, you, you, you want to like, come on. Like, where did this speed come from? You 190, this nigga 350. Barrel. And the only thing you can do is come in and come yeah, CTE coming straight at his knee, and that you just kind of like you see the big ass knees coming toward boom, boom, and you going straight at him, and all he doing when he gets to you, he throwing them knees at you. That's, you that's a violent sport, and like how them niggas be dealing with them domestic violence situations and all of that, bro. Y'all gotta deal with them niggas different because they minds is like yeah, them the different minds. They need cannabis. Yeah, they, they need, need that shit, bro. It's you gotta go home to a wife, a girlfriend, kids, and you can't be. How you is when you're with the good teammate in the locker room? Like niggas don't understand how violent, like in the locker room is fights. No matter what level you've been on, you've seen teammates fight. I don't know what team you play. Cameron. Like, that's part of it. Like, my father was talking about, uh, it was in the news, a football coach that got fired for cussing at the kids and all that shit. It was like, listen, y'all gotta understand what it takes to be great. If y'all put a camera in Bill Belichick's locker room the oh, past you know, 30 years, you know he's a lot of cussed out of parents this year. I said the best part. Like that's oh, what it's all mad shit in the locker room. That nigga had murderers in his locker room and shit. Hello. That shit. Murderers, drug druggies. Yeah. Drug users and drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. Rapists. Yeah. All that. And you think like that, you you seen the tapes that time Marshawn the lady called out Marshawn Lynch mm -hmm. at his camp. Like yeah. and he first thing he says like, wait a minute, is it a male out here with you? Oh, okay. That's that's who I need to talk to. But you don't that, get that, it. That's funny because you don't get it. And that and the thing about that be the biggest thing. Like my mom and I, I've never really caught on to it. My mom used to say that when I was in high school, um, because when I was in high school, like our team played. A, I didn't say pretty. I played a damn good football team. And our practices, you could actually come to our practice and they would be more loud than our games. Word. Yeah, because when we blow out, shit, we was blowing out people forty nothing by half, putting up points. And so when you came out. Our offense was just as good as our defense. Yeah. So when we went against each other, like, hey, hey, this is game time. Yeah. Folks started at about 5.30. Folks got off work. Hey, man, I'm headed. Hey, where you at? They out there watching. But as time, as time kept going by, the years kept going by, my mom just kept saying, like, it's just too many women. There's too many women showing up at practices. Women don't belong at practices. You know, like it's it's too it ain't it's too, it's more women it's turning into more women that practices than men and then Why not men? and then they I don't know because men ain't in life they ain't there they ain't, they ain't there and so you got the coach coming off the field and the mother asking well why my son ain't this and why my son ain't that and as a man you know you can't just be like you don't want to just go handle it like your son fucking sucks your son wow. shit your son wow. scared yeah he sucks your son scared so you got to yeah your son's scared. Scared. Son scared so you got to try to break it down to her the best way and she's still coming at you like you said he was gonna stop yeah no I didn't say nothing I said he'd come out here and compete 
When they be doing them campaigns and they be like leaking the game, football safer, people don't understand how much of an oxymoron that is, bro. It's like, yeah, yeah, understand what y'all asking for. That's like saying, let's make the gun range less noisy. Like, it's not happening. <laughs> you gotta be valid to play football. It's not about going hard or not, dog. It's, it's valid niggas who be playing that shit, bro. It's, that's, you can't go out there with a the mentality. After a certain level, you gotta go out there with a the mentality. Like, but this bro. is my thing, though. As much as we attack, Oh, I guess I, I, I'm going to say why. Well, I, I just figured out why. As much as we attack football, right, mm -hmm. for being such a violent sport, and now ain't nobody, too many people died from, and too many people died from football, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But just lately, you've had a couple of boxers <laughs> and MMA artists, like, uh, uh, yeah. fighters die. Yeah. And so you gotta ask yourself, like, why they ain't cracking down on boxing and MMA fighters? And I'm about to give you the case in point. Oh, I'm just gonna pick with boxing. Ain't too many white people boxing. So it ain't no issue for them. It ain't affecting they it ain't affecting their lifestyles. Like my kid wanna play football and I gotta tell him, instead of just telling him like, hey son, realistically, white people don't play football because black people are more athletic. <laughs> you just wanna say, hey, it's a concussion issue. Just black folk. Instead of just saying like, it's a concussion issue, or I mean, excuse me, instead of just saying like, hey, the black folk will run your ass off the field, they gonna knock your ass out. Mm -hmm. You wanna say like, oh, they're getting concussions. Yeah. They're getting concussions. You can't avoid You know why they're getting concussions? Because y'all putting all this bullshit in. And so nowadays, now your natural body of how you normally hit somebody, I can't, I can't hit you. Like, you want me to hit you, but not, not, not leave with my head. So like, how about the helmet? That's how I'm just getting that. Like, not leave with my home, head. Home first so in. if I hit you, if my, if my neck is like this right here, right? And I come and hit you right here, and I hit on the wrong place, I'm going to have some problems with my neck. I'm going to feel that. As opposed to if I come in it straight up and we meet face to face, yeah. mat, helmet, face mask to face mask, that ain't really no problem. Yeah. But now we got neck injuries, we got concussions and stuff like that because now niggas too fast. Niggas, niggas too fast, or the way they want you to hit somebody is what causes it. Yeah. It's what causes it. You can't make that game. It's it's a violent game by nature. And yeah, nothing against football. I love the sport, but. It's just people gotta understand when they're being pandered to and when they're being shrunk along. And they fell on some bullshit, they've been on some bullshit. They was trying to like water down the concussion movie, all this other shit, saying it's not that deep. Dog, Junior say I off himself and said, I'm donating my brain to brain research. A nigga like Javon Belcher went crazy, oh, yeah. killed his girl, yeah. baby. Tell your coach, I love you, boom, killed himself. Like, bruh, these niggas, people don't understand. Like, this chick I talked to, she was in the army, she compared. She said they told her when she was in the army after the bomb world, they checked her for something, brain something, mm -hmm. and then brain trauma something. And she was saying like they tell you it's like I'm a football player getting collisions. But when you leave the army, it's you seen different shit. Mm -hmm. Not seeing somebody get chopped down with a with an AK, but you still like your mindset. Like you got to dominate another man in front of you, like mm -hmm. for three hours. Yeah. Then for five days out of the week. Mm -hmm. Then you be back at it again. Then we for want 20 you to, years. We want you to we told, want you to tone that down and go home with your wife. And if you hit a bitch, oh we're gonna punish you and take away your money. I felt like that Ray Wright shit was the dumbest shit because let's say he was a nigga that just beat his wife. Now he ain't got no job. 
Now it's money problems. Now he's really going to be. Now he really, exactly. Now he really going to So it's like, y'all could get this nigga real help and keep it 100, and these niggas be taking endless drugs, don't even know what they're taking. Nah, it's not. Pain killers. I'm not, I don't need to get you help because you're replaceable. Yeah. You're replaceable. Yeah. We, got, we got Mark Ingram now. We got Mark Ingram now. And that's what a lot of fans don't understand. This game has shown anything every player is replaceable. You might not never get six rings, but nigga, everybody can be replaceable. Dez Bryant can't even get a job. Nope. He's, he's still a top 20 receiver. This nigga still got the most touchdowns since the other receivers that came in his class. I don't the contract already ain't guaranteed. So if I haven't cut you, then that means I'm going to pay you. But when you opt out, that's pretty much you telling me like, hey man. Fuck yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, because in NBA, you opt out because you're going to re-up. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. In the NFL, you get cut. Like, most players, most of you, like, take Darius Slate. Now, your last year, most of, most of your money comes up front. Who? Like, uh, or I'll take Julio Jones. Most of your money comes up front. He signed 60-something million. He got, you know, she's up front. Yeah, 60-something million over three years. He got all of that up front. His next two years, he's getting paid a mil each. They can easily cut him. Oh, he can hold up. Say that again. So, um, the Julio Jones contract, right? Mm -hmm. Three years, 62, 63 million, or something like that. You said he got 60 of. He got 60 assignment. Damn. Yeah, really? He got 60 assignment. And then the next two years, his base salary is a million dollars. So, at any point in so, time. Okay, so if he, so if he get, if he, if, if they cut him, he already got his 60. Yeah, he already got his 60. Yeah. That's how most contracts are. Most most of the time, when you get to that, that's why you that's why you hear like Jalen Ramsey saying like, "Hey, I'm on the last year of my contract. Yeah. I need to get picked up because if I opt out, then you upset. But you want me to stay on and you can franchise me, which means you're gonna pay me for one year. Now, if I get hurt, that's it. Ain't nobody gonna pick me up. Ain't nothing. So that's why." They want that. That's why they be screaming for a new contract with one or two years left because it's like, nah, man, you're not gonna franchise me. That's pretty much you saying, like, hey, I don't want you to go nowhere else. You gotta stay here for one year. I don't care nothing about after this year. I don't give a fuck about you after this year. If you so good, they want they want you. if you good, and I ain't like Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins robbed him. The, oh, the, the, this nigga robbed him. This nigga lost to the count. Two years, bro. Two, the, it, got, it got to the point. Something. Look, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Though, let me tell you. Let me tell you the the, how, the the scenario he put him in. By the time they, by the time he got through his um, his um, franchise deal, uh, getting franchise tag twice, he was making more than he make now. Yeah, nigga, man, he got a bad name. Yeah. So he was looking at them like, look, y'all, look, y'all can continue to franchise me. I'm going to make more than y'all would have paid me. And then when it comes time to re-up, either you pay me that or I'm going to go somewhere else. You made I like got 50, my money. You made like 50 mil with the scans. Yeah. Then you made 8 mil. Yeah, I already got my money. <laughs> you franchised me two years in the road. And he ain't do nothing but pay the stats because the white boys don't got win nothing. Just not the numbers. He stole that. Bro. Stole that. Yeah. He stole that. Hey, nah, he didn't steal it. He didn't steal it. They gave it to him. It was their choice because they franchised him. They get, they tagged him and said, hey, you know what? We don't want you to go nowhere. He stole that, bro. No, he didn't. No, nah, I'm not saying. Oh, yeah, I could have said, yeah, not literally. But yeah, nah, they was like, nah, we don't want you to go nowhere here. Here you go. Hold it. Here you go. Next year coming. Nah, we don't want you to go nowhere else this year. Here you go. It's like keeping the it's like keeping the girl around. Like, hey, 
Oh, because RG3 was. They they had cut RG3. Yeah, they had cut RG3. Okay. Yeah, they still did. Yeah. All right, he, man, he was getting out of hand here. You think so? <coughs> I think with RG3, it was just some, the public, the, the team, what the, the I fans weren't liking him, though. I think it was some hating shit. I listened to Santana Morris talk at one time about RG3, and I think they just didn't like the type of person, person he was. was. Like, Yeah, the fans ain't really liked him like that. Like, he came, I said, because at that point in time, like, you gotta understand, like, the Redskins still a nigga team. Oh, yeah. Shit. They still a nigga team. Like, the, the old, the old black niggas that used to love the Redskins in the 80s, that fan base still there, right? And so when you, you know, like, when you got RG3 to come through, and then he got these braids and stuff like that, and then you hear him talking, and then you realize quickly, like, oh, this ain't one of us. And then he show up with the white girl, and you really realize, like, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. 
Like if your nigga cheated on you with a white girl or a Spanish girl, then y'all deal with that. Oh, the thing about this, like, it's like for me, like, like I said, I'm not with interracial marriage, but like if that's your thing, that's your thing. I'm just not supportive of it. I just know me that I knew that I was gonna marry a black woman. Like I knew that off rip. So it wasn't no situation the way it wasn't nothing the white woman could tell me that could blow my head up. You was like, bitch, shut up. Yeah, it wasn't that, it wasn't nothing the white woman could tell me that'd be like, oh yeah, I'm cool, cool. I'm, yeah, we gonna date before I'm thinking about no, it wasn't nothing at all you could tell me. Cause I knew <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all. Nothing. No, you know, yeah, it wasn't, house. Yeah, nah man, it wasn't. If you won the lottery, I probably we got together, I might have took the money eventually. Three minutes five cash. Huh? Three minutes, what we got? We almost We done ran from three cards, you know what I'm saying? We got number three. You got all this footage of you doing this? Yeah. Oh my God, can you speed it up? <laughs> oh yeah, you can do the time lapse? I actually can. Can you do the time lapse? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 3,000%? Oh yeah. That shit take That shit look flat on. That take a minute to do, boy. <laughs> huh? I said take a little minute to do, but it do? 3,000%, just a minute, that's it. But I mean, that would pull down to like two minutes, two, three minutes, though, wasn't it? Yeah, like two minutes. You say yeah, that yeah, like two, three minutes? Yeah, yeah it'll, it'll take it down. Like if he, if he recorded for like a couple hours. So I can put the whole joint up, and then I can just put this clip of the Lamar Jackson thing. Mm -hmm. Slow speed, fast speed. Yeah, I need that. Good God, it's back. I'm about to see focusing. I'm about to be working for Crook tonight. I'm yeah. about to do the clip with him and his son. Yeah. And then I gotta do this jump. Yeah. Because the clip between your son gotta be done. Oh man, matter of fact, let me tell you, we got three minutes, let me see if I can run through this quick real quick, man. Yeah. Hey, so hey, my man Crook, right? Hey, we are, he, I don't know if y'all follow, he posted on Instagram the other day. And I called it in the middle of the class when I was just sitting there listening. But I hit him up and I said, like, so overall the scene was, uh, you ain't saying y'all had breakfast? No, who was at dinner? It was at dinner. And I mean, it was it was something like honestly, like straight out of a movie. And when I was listening to it, um, what it's like is like it's like a visual that you might have seen before, but this puts you right in. They were having a conversation, like a man and a son, literally having a conversation on dinner over dinner, and the, just the small intricacies of just to hearing them eat and talk at the same time. And one of the parts that really stuck out to me was you were talking about your son's mother. And you were saying, like, you know, your mother ride for you and everything like that. And your son literally said, like, on everything. Yeah. And, like I told you, man, like, every time I've been around your son, like, he's been impressive. Like, if y'all never met him, like, the kid's impressive. He only, he's not a kid that I feel like is going to need some kid to show him how to fit in. Or he's going to have to find a way to fit in. Like, he carried his own self. He did a play the other day carried the whole stage. And I'm watching this through Instagram like, damn, young man got it. He good. Hey, he good. He good. And and everything that I've, I've seen him, I'm pretty sure, like, you're, you're his dad, so there's times when you've seen him fail and stuff like that. Absolutely. But the majority of the time when I've seen him, stand-up kid, respectable, handle, handle. Always got that smile on his face. Always got that. Always got that smile. Got a smile like yeah. that. That's, that's, that's smile telling all like you ain't got to tell me nothing. Yeah, that's I already that's, know. That's 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 uh that's that's just the sign of that's what I spend my time on trying to make my kids happy. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure trying to make their, their their childhood as happy as possible and show them as much thought love as possible. Because once they 
feel it, they can show it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they do. Like, you know, my kids are real level kids. And I'm not just saying that because they're my kids. Nah, nah. I mean, I, I can test it. Like, I like, yeah, like, like they if don't nobody else tell you, man, like, hey, man, you're doing a hell of a job. Yeah, I appreciate it. You're doing a no, hell of a job. If kids are love, that's that's solved the problem right there. Absolutely. Love. Yeah. You're love. Yeah. Everything else will come. Yeah, you can, you can solve a lot of, you can solve a lot of things just by just through love. Yeah. Just through yeah. love, whether it's with your kids, whether it's life, and it never might end on that, man. Whether it's with your kids, whether it's your life, like, you don't understand, like, love overall, I mean, because, I mean, hell, if you love it, if you love yourself, ain't too much nobody can tell you about yourself, that's gonna make you feel bad. Nope. Ain't too much nobody can tell you, period, to where you just gonna be like, oh man, fuck all of this. It just ain't gonna happen because you got too much love, you got too much, because one thing about it now, when you got love, you got peace about a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. You can't be in love without being peace. Because think about this, like when you when you're in love with something, like my I love my wife, that means I accept the good and the bad. I'm at peace with the good and the bad of it. Yeah. Um, especially when you say like at peace, that means like you're good with the bad side of it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever I don't like about my wife, it ain't that I don't like. I don't like it that much to be like I'm out of here. Yeah. I you know what I'm saying? I can deal with it. And so that's one of the things, like especially like. Love and peace, I'll say that on that point. Love and peace go hand in hand. Absolutely. Um, because, like I said, when you love something, you're going to love every bit about it. My wife loved me with my breath stank in the morning. Hey, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, nigga, I'm done. I did that. Y'all seen face. that? In your face. Y'all seen that? In your face. I just made 5,000 in your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, Man Time Season 2. Yeah, we're back. That's how we started, man. That's how we started. Action, motherfucking Jackson.